Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow Chaotix find the chaos. Please consider downloading the episodes to your device rather than streaming. This will help us more accurately calculate our audience metrics. You are listening to the Chaos Agents, playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, led by Dungeon Master Thomas Cook, weaving published and homebrew content together to form this unique world. I am Warren, and I play Uzo. Uzo likes to hear tales about himself, because when he could not see, that was his exposure to the world. I'm Aaron, and I play Ruckus Highborn, a human fighter. Insert door joke here. I'm Bo Christian Williams, and I play Remy the Fox, a swashbuckling halfling rogue who's the brains of the operation, and the looks, and all the other things. I'm Tiana, and I play Andraste Nialo, cleric of Lyra, affectionately known as Momdraste, and together we are the Foxy Irregulars. Join us now as we play Dungeons and Dragons. I like to start with nipple because the nipple is so chocolatey like the jello pudding. Sorry. I think we're live. Hi, Hello, <laughs> everyone, and welcome to West. <laughs> I take no responsibility. For this that, uh, couldn't have gone more perfectly. We are the Chaos Agents, and tonight we're going to do some shopping. Probably. What? What's the speed? Uh, we uh, welcome to episode eighty-eight, water deep, and deep water, and for the love of God, we need to get to the deep water. <laughs> that was a quote from a movie where Jimmy Fox played. Uh, it's called Booty Call, and uh, he does a Bill Cosby impression. Ah, uh. so that was <laughs> what also, that was. I, mean, I did see but, Booty Call. Booty Call is so of- funny. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, go Diano. No, what? Uh, Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Um, we have some announcements, and we want to oh, get shit. Okay. as quickly as we can because we started late. Um, Birds of Paradise, they have reached their 50% goal on Kickstarter. They are amazing dice. These are the magpies. These are the... Uh, it's totally blurry, but that's the barn owl. And these are the fairy wren. So um, thank you to all of our community that is supporting... A member of our community uh and that is an amazing thing thank you guys uh if you can't or or dice aren't your thing hey this, you know if they're metal dice they're definitely not a thing um share it just go ahead and uh, you know share it on twitter tell your facebook friends because they might be interested in dice or bird themed dice so thank you and that's all i will say about that andrea's awesome andrea's amazing all right. The other uh, sponsor that we have is an affiliate sponsor, and that's Nord Games. And anytime you purchase something using our code, which is chaotic20, gets 20% off, 
uh, we get a little cut of it and it's awesome and it helps us. They're a great company. We're people and um, so you just changed your Facebook to start working at Quest and Chaos. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Weird yeah. flex. He's our new okay. intern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, no games. Do that. Uh, so the other thing that is happening is I, had, just like Aaron, have too many things in post-production that are finished. Sorry that was calling you out. I don't it know was. if you have more than Well, than guess what? Thing. Well, guess what? It's on Google Drive as of today, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are going to get an episode of Warren versus Aaron coming up this week. What day do you think, Warren, you want to launch it? Wednesday, upward infection. Wednesday? Sounds Wednesday? like a great day. Yeah. Let's do it. And if yeah. you want to see images of Troy, uh, sorry, Brad Pitt's Troy, you mm. can, there, I have many glistening images of the boy, so it's going to be a fun hour oh, yeah you usually I, shouldn't I've, say that did i mismarket this no uh i think that's <laughs> accurate i i gave yeah. aaron carte blanche to uh have fun with some of the edits and just you know piss all over it and uh he did just that uh so much so that i had to send him back to the editing room the first time so i think it's gonna be fun <laughs> i haven't seen it it's it's launching on wednesday anyway so i you know what i'm just i'm just gonna upload it and premiere it not having seen it how about oh, that, Aaron? That sounds like a recipe for success. Like every video on this channel for me. <laughs> you know what? If you find an error, whoever watches the premiere and it after, if you find an error, I will donate bits to this place. Dude, you just place. don't get them on mobile. You're going to go broke. Public <laughs> <laughs> service announcement. Do not purchase bits on mobile because uh, Apple and Google take their cut, and they're way more expensive than if you purchase them on desktop. Um. Anyway, public service announcement over. Let's get back to uh, what I was trying to say. Uh, we have an interview with Brett Schofield, who is the designer of the Librarian's Card Game. That is hitting Kickstarter very soon. You know, with Noah Wiley and... I was about to say, like the, like the, the television show? Yes, the television show. Cool. Including the three made-for-TV movies. Uh, so he was uh, in our uh, home Cthulhu game and other D&D games that we played. Wow. Uh, he, he moved to Nebraska and started designing designing board games because he moved to Nebraska. It's like, <laughs> what is there to do? Fair. Design no Nebraska. Yes. All right. So uh, as always, our merch store is available at questandchaos.com slash merch. You can get mugs and t-shirts um you can get flasks a bunch of cool stuff either printed by us or printed by berkeley stamp and engraving and the holidays are coming yes they are and in fact we uh i have to ship mugs so one of them is one of them has shipped already but another one just got purchased and needs to ship out as well so Ooh. thank you for anyone who has purchased mugs. them it's what a great Christmas movie. gift they make. Shipped soon, very soon. You know, just buy them for your loved ones, your family, even if they don't know. Or no context. No context. Yeah. Actually, the Octopus shirt. That you need to buy for. That's a Secret Santa gift if I ever saw one. <laughs> White elephant. Okay. Who mm -hmm. did this? Oh, no. I know what I'm doing for my Secret Santa now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So that is, um, that is it 
uh, for the announcements. Let's jump to bits, um, which means there's a bunch of subs going on. So thank you for, for all the subs coming back. I see Joe with the Red Fox is here. Ooh, nice to see hi, it's been a while. All right, we have the Hefner with 500 bits with plays. Yeah, and 500 for the DM. Come on, man. Um, and if you guys want uh, to Thank save you your much. bits until after the break, when nothing bad will happen to these guys, um, yeah, because we'll still be in Waterdeep. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're in Waterdeep, then Alacrity, the open door to Waterdeep, is coming to town. <laughs> I'm I'm more afraid of of Layrell, honestly. <laughs> Alacrity's just... uh, you should be afraid of the horse that can kill Layrell. That's that's. Hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting to find Waterdeep in a in a state of civil war if Layrell Silverhand got killed. All right, so uh, honestly, that is it for the announcements. Uh, let's jump into a bit of a recap. Um, so we want to keep this condensed because the last time was this, was story time. So the three individuals, Ruckus, Andraste, and Uzo, uh, went to the library at Candlekeep. They found out a lot of information from an ogre named Time, who did the research for them. And they found out stuff about Bahamut, Dendar, and other things that Uzo has not shared. Then uh, they got onto the ship and sailed to Saltmarsh. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of teaching and playing with little Remy. Uh, there was a lot of exercising. There was a bromance forming. Aaron doesn't know about it, but Ruckus does. <laughs> uh, he and Brandon working out, getting those legs in tip-top shape. Um, their Along with tards. a lot of the crew, um, uh, Ruckus, uh, you you weren't here. Uh, let's 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 kind of recap, uh, Remy, from your perspective. What from from the library to Salt Marsh and back onto the ocean? What what was memorable for Remy? Um. Well, the fact that Andraste uh, was giving everyone cookies, but him the whole trip back to Salt Marsh including his own son. Uh, that that was memorable, but um, getting to spend all that time on the ship with with my son, with Winifred, that, that was particularly memorable. Um, and then once we did get to Salt Marsh, seeing the Phoenix rise again as we came in and uh, quickly I inspected it and trust me I had to inspect all of it thoroughly so as soon as I could I dropped trow and I took a dip in our new hot tub on the ship um, I took more than a dip actually and spoke with Uzo that was memorable not what he said but the fact that I was there with my bits in front of him that was memorable um, then once I was able to go for a bit of a walk with Winifred, uh, around Salt Marsh, and we headed out where I challenged her to a friendly duel to possibly test her skills. 
see how well she handled that blade. Uh, you um, mansplained the heck out of that encounter. <laughs> <laughs> I get uh, sneak attack when, when nobody's around. I do. It's to awful. Wash Buckler did that. that. <laughs> she got a good sneak attack in, I should point out. Did. Uh, she did. <laughs> unseen, a, unseen me right to the junk. We can see your legs wanted, here. <laughs> you I wanted up. to say afterwards, like, I have plans for those. Um, but <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we we did that. Uh, saw that she had some great potential. Um, and realized that were I to leave her in Waterdeep with little Remy, that she would be able to handle herself just fine if I were not to be able to return. So that's what was most memorable to me. Contraste. Probably the most interesting thing that came out of last session was spending a little bit of time with, with little Remy. It was highly amusing to me to uh, sneak him cookies under his father's nose and his father never never noticing, even when he was all sugared up and running around. That was hilarious. I, I had rather too much fun with that. Otherwise, I spent a great deal of time working on uh, herb herbalism and potions and some things like that. In Salt Marsh, I was able to find um, enough herbs to actually make quite a, quite a bit, uh, quite a lot of uh, greater healing potions for, yes. Oh yeah, I wrote it down in my in my sheet. So yes, I've been spending a lot of time working on that and just generally watching and keeping the peace. And there wasn't a great deal of, well, not a great deal of import to me, just continuing, I suppose. And then through Salt Martian out? Yeah. Mostly just working on uh, le learning how to actually sail. So getting getting lessons from from Clint and Emma uh, before we left Emma in Saltmarsh, learning how to actually tie knots and figure out the the rigging and things like that. Actually, do my job as a as a quartermaster without being a drain on anyone. It was, it was very interesting uh, learning. Um, in during that um, learning from Clint and Emma, uh, you do you do realize that that maybe uh, an individual thought Emma's sailing skills were much better than they were. It might've been one lucky power slide into Harbor <laughs> turned her into a master captain. I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't remember that power slide at all. It wasn't one of the best rolled things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, you realize that, that as you were learning, she is also learning from Clint how to, how to actually sail. Well, and, and, and that just meant that, that Clint, uh, only had to explain things once because two of both of his students were standing right there. Yes. Very good. Uzo, uh, tell me about, uh, the trip. Um, during the journey back to Waterdeep, I was pulled away from the book learnings gained from Candle Keep into a trance with Bahamut. A trance in which I learned that there is a deal and it is binding between him and Asmodeus. Um, 
And in the conversation, he gave us more information about where we go and who we speak to, namely uh, someone I've been longing to connect with for quite some time. Um, but during the commune with him, his strength seemed to be weakened as the hold he had on our connection withered before he could complete uh, the sentence. Um, so I fear that time is of an issue. Um, while sharing a moment with Remy to ensure that he has as much time as needed with his child. I'm not keen to take a father away from a son, uh, especially around a mission that will pose a significant threat to everyone involved, but the child and the mother cannot come with us. So hopefully, with no rush to Remy, the time in Waterdeep can be sufficient. I said it is at his leisure, and I trust him to take as much time as needed. Um, but we must away, and I hope I don't need to urge his hand, but I don't think I will. Similarly, I've spent the time and the effort using the tools that Androste has given me from Candlekeep to put a ritual into action that I think we may need, um, well, I will need to protect myself because if I find myself in the dungeons again, um, there is only so much healing that can go around. So I've used uh, the ritual to, well, I've cast a ritual that is said in the book, if I've done it properly, to give myself hardened skin like stone. Um, but I have nothing to test this on. So I've tapped Rakis, uh, trying to get him to punch me in the face as we pull into Port of Waterdeep. Um, but it is taking a lot. I expected him to strike me outright, but it, it is harder than I would have imagined. But all it took was a slap. Um, so I slapped Rakis in the face and I see his fist coming towards my face in slow motion. And then I what follow does do? I would like to follow through. What did you say? Oh, what did Ruckus do? No, I would like to follow through and stop an inch before your face. You don't it? know that. Come no, on. No, just let me just. Okay. I saw a little bit of the last episode. So I stopped an inch before your face and you just recapped it. And I don't worry. So I wouldn't want to hurt a comrade. It's not in me to cast jump, and I'm going to cast jump and then, like, you know, get him under the chin and hope, <laughs> just hope everything jump <laughs> is in this. Ah. Let's. The ultimate sucker punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> what do I roll? Does he get in? A little bit of this so people can see the, uh, the rolls. Who got a natural one? Good question. Hmm? Oh no, I'm oh, striking. Assuming that, 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 that was when I was uh, getting getting my my roll set for the day. A twenty Perfect. with strength, right? Yeah. Okay, just a twenty. All right. Wait, not a modifier of strength, or just with strength plus your strength. Oh, okay. Thirteen. Oh. It's gonna take even without my armor that doesn't hit. Uh, but sixteen to hit. It should, it should also be plus your proficient. Yeah. 
What's your proficiency? What's your proficiency? Two, uh, three, four. Four. We're level Sweet. ten now, man. <laughs> I don't know. My proficiency is still three, I think. No, my what? Where's my proficiency? I don't know. You can uh, if you click on the D and D Beyond overlay, you can actually open up any one of these character sheets uh, and check out and find Warren's proficiency, or you can look at the level character because it's all the same. Yeah. Chat help. <laughs> um, yeah. So is your proficiency four? Yeah, plus four. So yeah, it's Sweet. seventeen. So you crack it. Um, what's the damage? Just D6, yeah? Yes! And no, it, it's, uh, it should be uh, one plus your strength. One plus your strength, but I'll give you an additional D6 from the jump. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. Wait, and a D6 you said? <laughs> Can I use this one? <laughs> yeah. In my house at some point? Worth it. I thought you were yeah. setting me up, Thomas, but you look upset. <laughs> <laughs> It's a one. All right. I wouldn't lie about that. It's definitely it's a one under the bed. It rolled under so the bed. So far, that die has rolled 100% ones. It has. So, is this a... I, I think I loaded it the wrong way. Is this a total damage of four? No. A one plus strength, which is what? Five? Sp six, uh, strength is five, yeah. Oh, your strength is five. But the proficiency is four. Oh, your strength is five. I'm staring it in the face. Okay. And then, but you don't get proficiency for damage. No, no. not for damage. I'm just letting seven. you know. Oh, is that the number we're at? Seven? Yes. Six, right? Six. It's, it's yeah. one, one plus it's, five it's, is six. It's, it's one plus your strength and then adding that, that one that he just rolled. Chat, can you please tell us? I don't, I, I'm not thinking seven. this through. Seven it is. Uzo yeah. takes three points of damage. He okay. just, it just cracks his... Oh. I almost, uh, I don't think so. Does Ruckus get any like twisted wrist action on this? Hairline uh, fracture? I've no, through just it like before. a skin thing. So yeah, it's just ooh. Hmm. <laughs> that happens, I guess. I don't know if it hmm. if it draws a crowd or anything. Well, so oh, so bark skin gave you a sixteen. No, it's just a resistance to damage. Oh, okay. So you only took half of that. Yeah. Which rounded down is three, or do we round up to four? Down to three. It always three. three. So it's three points of damage. Why are you reading out the cards, Thomas? Or did you just forget them? What? Uh, this is also not my normal. That you know, it is one of those weird things where there, where there are multiple Nord games like luck decks that are around. That's so very, very us, yes. Ruckus, you're you did a you basically did a Ken style uppercut. How are you oh, yeah. Do you can. And Sorry, I guess. Ruckus. If the crew is watching that, right, they probably think I've got a jaw made of steel. Because uh, then I just kind of, huh? I guess it's what. Yeah. I guess it's so what. you you do uh, you do see standing over there, Brandon. I was like, huh. I look at Brandon. Magnificent, bro. Yeah, he needs to work out more. <laughs> that oh, felt. <laughs> oh god how is my arm as i say oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh lord he, he likes working out uh-huh <laughs> clearly it is not helping brandon but i feel strong thank you ruckus and he, i when ruckus lands eventually i pat him on the back and i walk past him uh preparing to 
can I fall at the moment he pats and I can't, he accidentally gets my butt? No? All right. Uh, too much fun? Uh, <laughs> persuasion check? <laughs> no, I don't want him to do it. I'm just saying, would I be landing by the time he slaps? <laughs> do I see the bromance between him and Brandon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... No, I thought you high fived. So I no, I didn't high five anybody. But as you land, I kind of look over to Brandon. And I was like, keep. I wink at him. Keep whacking out, and I pat Ruckus on the bum as I walk <laughs> past. That's what I wanted. I yes. Thanks, Ruckus. I, I have never heard someone so disappointed to get what they wanted. <laughs> uh, all right, so. The Foxy Irregulars, as they sail northeast from Salt Marsh, where it doesn't actually exist, but it does. Were we pulling Are, into Waterdeep? Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I need to back up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to, at the end of the last one, be like, no, you're in Waterdeep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as you travel north, uh, every day uh, over the 10 days it takes you to get there, it gets colder and colder and colder until as you are pulling into um, into the deep water that is Waterdeep Harbor, there are, uh, there is a, a layer of snow covering the rooftops and the, the hillside that has the palace of Waterdeep on it. And you expertly sail into Waterdeep and find a dock. And uh, the crew immediately starts lashing uh, the boat to the dock and setting everything in place. You are in the winter wonderland of water. That's uh, a lot. A wonderland, you say? It 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 is. Um, so so you have been here in winter, uh, and Uso has been in winter, but this is the first time Uso has seen snow. You you know of snow. You felt snow. You've um, no doubt been pushed into snow, um, but this is the first time in your life that you've actually seen it. Cool. Ah, water deep. A winter wonderland for us to stay in. <laughs> oh my goodness, Uzo. Do you remember the times you couldn't look? Well, now you can. Look, look, you fool. I just, I just gesture out. <laughs> yeah, you are muted. You're on mute. Uh, it is, it is, it is somewhat blinding. Uzo's blinded by the snow's glare a little bit. Mm -hmm. What, uh, what is this illusion? It's not illusion. It's, it's snow. Is that it's, The entire countryside is. A different color. Is it morning, evening? Uh, so it is. It is at this point late afternoon, which um, you can tell that the the shadows are long at this point, and the sun will be setting in in an hour or so. The mm. sun is setting now, very early, uh, this far north, and you know you probably have to get have to get to your tavern. Yes, we should get a move on. Yes, um, I suppose just have the crew go ashore, 
some shore leave and uh, just we'll let them know when we're ready to disembark. Quick question. How thick is the snow on the like road itself? So, to the, so the, to the... the roads are, uh, the roads have been shoveled clean. Uh, you see that the, that there is a, a layer of snow on the roofs, you know, a thin, thicker layer, and then a layer of probably pretty recent um, cool, fluffy stuff. Is it snowing now? Uh, no, but it very recently was. And in fact, as you kind of look around, you see um, it's not like a snowstorm, but you, you see, yeah, there's, there's snowflakes coming down every, you know, every little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. Well, um, anybody still have some nibs? We'll have to get a carriage. Gross. I, I, th- I think I still have a few nibs. Nib, nib, nib. Yes. Well, nib it up then. I guess Uzo's hanging off the side of the, not hanging off the side, but uh, on the banister, just kind of like his eyes darting from one thing to the next, like a cat with catching a shadow or something. It's like the shimmering of the flakes in like the breeze blowing the flakes off the trees and uh things that he thinks are moving like wildlife in the snow and um he's just taking it all in i'm working out (laughs) until i hear a disruption and and then he's kind of (sighs) as your breath kind of comes out and it is colder uh than you are used to um, I don't even, I don't, do you guys have um, warm weather gear or cold weather gear? I am wearing a cloak. Does the Octopier armor count? It does not. That's interesting. I would have some clothes in my house. You would. You, okay. Uh, oh, uh, we are going to need to at least prepare uh, for the seasonal, for the weather, in addition to um, securing our uh, properties before we disembark. Agreed. I think the first stop is the tavern, and we'll stay there for the night, and then perhaps go shopping tomorrow. What do you think? Get some provisions for the journey? That seems fair. I want to swing by and make sure that the students are protected against the heat. Maybe they have something there for me to wear. Um, If not, regardless, uh, the stopover should not take long. Um, Do you mean to do that tonight? Um, It's, I mean, the the orphanage is about 15 minutes away walking to the tavern. uh, Whenever. It's, you know, I, I will... It is something that needs to be done. And I also want to make them aware of a dragonborn showing up at their doorstep uh, as a professor. So they are not taken by surprise. Also, I, I, I feel I should ask so that we can pass it on to Clint to pass it on to the, the crew. How, how long are we looking at being in Waterdeep before we take our leave? I would anticipate a few days um, but if the captain sees fit to extend it, then we must, um, we should meet again to discuss. But I look back and I look at Winifred and little Remy who are getting ready to disembark the boat. 
And I turn back to you guys and I go, no more than three. So be it. And at that point, little Remy races past all of you um, down, down the gangplank, uh, up the docks and to the first um, snowbank that he can get his hands in and just starts making a snowball. I, I can't imagine that's very sanitary down here in the docks. Oh, come on there, kids. What's sanitary to them? <laughs> How deep is the snow or where he's making a pile? Uh, it's small. Uh, it's about as tall as his quarterly. Tall as he is? <laughs> yeah. I go and join him and start making a ball as well. Nice. Yeah, All right. Sling my pack over, over my shoulder and uh, pass, pass along to Clint that we should be ready to disembark in three days. Okay. Uh, he's all right, very good. I'll uh, let everyone know. Thank you kindly. All right. So uh, I'm just gonna say uh, we can move along. Uh, if you take a if you take a dray, public transportation, I don't know why you would. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a few nibs a person, or since there are uh, a number of you, you could get a probably need two carriages, uh, and that'd be a silver apiece. How much does legs cost? And how long does legs take? Just curious. It's like an hour and a half. Legs? Docks up to the North Ward. You know, the things under us? The things uh, holding us to the ground right now? That, the those things under us? Is that what you just said? As he's saying I... that, a snowball <laughs> hits him upside yeah. the head. Um, so, so... I'd stationary. <laughs> as, as you get hit with that, and Remy, as you look at your hands, you do suddenly realize it's cold. I mean, it's, it is in, it is around zero degrees. Oh, Celsius. Metric, metric, Celsius. Metric. You said metric? Metric degrees. <laughs> metric. Ruckus this... is the smartest. He knew it was Celsius. <laughs> I... is, is it hovering like right at 32 Fahrenheit? Because man, yeah. those are going to be slick. Um... So it is, it is, it is warm enough um, where you want to be outside, but it is also cold enough that the snow is not just like completely melting. So somewhere between like 32 and 20 Fahrenheit? Uh, it's 35. You know, those those warm, like big, thick, heavy snows that are super fun to go out in? No. No, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm from Fairbanks. All of our snow is sharp. <laughs> I'm from the Central Valley. What is snow? <laughs> And I used to ride my bike in the snow. It is the greatest. Yeah, like people would be sledding down hills, and I'd be bombing down on the mountain bike. Anchorage, Anchorage gets the fluffy snow because they're right on the water, and it's soft snow. Fairbanks, no. it you. Went to high school in Maine. Frozen pipes, not Whoa. fun. Yeah, Whoa. frozen pipes are not fun. No. Uh, I so Uzo looks at Ruckus's head and kind of brushes off some of the snow, and watches it. Uh, so, as fascinated as I am, I know the chill in the air. We probably shouldn't dwindle outside for too long. Now um, let's let's let, let's get a carriage or two, perhaps, and get to get to the tavern, where I imagine so, there'll be a warm fire and and hot drinks. That sounds so, like an excellent idea. Two silver per carriage. Um, Plus whatever tip you want to give gets you up to um, up to the north ward, 
traveling through the city, uh, you see, uh, you know, you see familiar sights, which are slightly different in, in this time of year. Um, as fewer people are out reveling, but you see people in thicker cloaks and, and coats uh, moving about, you see the, the yellow and green tunics of the city watch um, who are, you know, the, their thicker coats now rather than the, the thinner summer tunics that they were wearing. Uzo's hanging out of the carriage like Will Smith in the taxi for Fresh Prince in the opening scene. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and so you... born and raised <laughs> on the battlefield where we spend most of our days. I, I, would done. Probably, I would probably have winter clothes back in my room because I mean I I, I, I lived in, I lived in high forest there it would be uh, there in the winter well we 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 started this campaign in, in summer yeah and also carried literally everything that she owned on her back at the, when, when we started was it on your character sheet no why does it feel like this is the first <laughs> time we're hearing the description of snow is that just me <laughs> do I just not listen <laughs> So, uh, so you you make your way back, uh, and as the sun uh, is setting, and you get to Troll Skull Alley, um, you are not actually prepared for this sight because it when when I said uh, uh, Waterdeep was a winter wonderland, Troll Skull Alley is a winter wonderland. There mm -hmm. are um, light bulbs strung from the uh, irregular tavern across the street to um, other buildings that are there and the, the other greenhouse building what was uh, that yes all even over to the greenhouse you see and it's and it's there are more people here than anywhere else that you saw in Waterdeep and everybody and you see you see people kind of walking around with mugs that are kind of steaming out out of the top huh. um, it is and, and as you get out of the carriages and somebody marks off four silver pieces plus tip. I, I, I marked off too. Uh, I, I, before I stuck my head out of the window, I nudged Aaron to the carriage driver. I says, Ruckus, it's on him. Okay, good. Because I really, I got just off. You, you're, you're paying. Pay, pay the man. Oh, no, no. I thought you were gesturing your thumb at someone else. I'm going to redirect his thumb at the Cappy. Okay. <laughs> the Cappy is in whatever carriage you guys are not in. <laughs> Even if I throw his thumb out the window. <laughs> his, his thumb's going towards Cappy. <laughs> you going to have a problem, Mia? Yeah? Oh, my God. Rakis. How much? Two silver. Two, I'm sorry. Two uh, shards. Twenty news. Shards. Two shards. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me do shards yes. later. Give me two shots. Because of bloody shard shunners. I definitely think I have that. Yes. Oh God. What's shards? What shards? Is it, shard? is, is it? Is it fecal matter? The sim it's the silver. It is two silver. I'll come over and I will pay it. <laughs> walking by. I've already no, paid no, mine. No, no. I, I'm going to stop you right before. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to let you get all the way there. I'm going to be like, no, I'll pay half. <laughs> and I'll just pay the silver you don't have. Like, you know, I'll just take one silver out of your hand and one silver out of my hand. <laughs> Is that possible? No. That's fair. There you um, go. Yes. Ah, 
a full two two shards. I uh, I hope you guys can afford to eat around here. I I, I think we'll yeah. be able to manage. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So you guys get out, um, and and you are in a fairly crowded street, um, especially for um, the temperature. Uh, it is a beautiful night. Uh, there is uh, 36 degrees, right? That's, as Andrea would say, that's the temperature of falling snow or the highest temperature of falling snow. Uzo uh, just kind of looks around as he steps off the carriage and mm-hmm. um, acknowledges, no wonder it was always easier to pick their pockets when it was cold. Look at the majesty of this place. Look at what the city turns into. Easy distractions. Keep, uh, this, Remy, and keep an eye on your on your purse. Yeah, and Remy, you would know uh, being here in winters. This isn't normal. Okay. Uh, yes, this is um, this is new to me actually, Uzo. Yeah. Yes, this... I'm trying to see if those mugs that they have have any kind of symbol on them. Where are they getting this? That, that ah. type of thing. Entrepreneur brain is taking over. Of course. Uh, so they do. Uh, in fact, as you kind of like, so so you're, you know, you're halfling. So you're kind of going around. You, you know, somebody's out there holding on to it. Um, you know, it's about your level. And you kind of come up and you see, uh, it says, uh, Froon's Br- Vineyard. Vineyard. Okay. Um do you see those those mugs that everyone has? Yes, what about them? Look at the label. Excuse me, madam. May I see your mug? Down uh, here. Uh, why? I just, I've never you... seen such a thing, and I'd love to know where you got that. Oh, oh, Prunes is, uh, well, this one's from Prunes. Uh, we, we've, it's a, this place is pretty amazing. Um, what, what is, is going on here? This is the first I've ever seen. Troll Skull Alley, such as such. Oh, oh, it's um, um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, they put this thing together. Uh, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and and it's just kind of been going ever since. Who did? Who, who put this together? Uh, well, Troll Skull Alley. The like everybody here. So the the regular tavern. Um, you know, steam and steel. Even you know that that's where you can get the hot chocolate. Um, they, they're heating up uh, some hot of that. chocolate. You said. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, There's warm cider at Froon's, uh, which is what this is. Um, And then, oh, and and then, and she rattles off a number of other uh, establishments that you have not heard of. I don't remember the city being this social or friendly, even in the winter season. Um, Is this our doing? I mean, and it's... at that point, uh, you see from across the way, um, near your near the regular tavern's front door, another halfling in a big hat and uh, a well manicured coat, look over, eyes bright, and start working his way over there. The irregulars, the foxy irregulars, welcome to Trollsco Alley. It is so good to see you. Uh, is this Broxley? It is Broxley. It's Broxley. <laughs> the halfling uh, head of the 
Vintner's Guild. Taverns and Innkeepers Guild. That's right, yeah. Broxley, hello. You made it. I did not think you would get my invitation, but I am so glad that you did. As are we, as are we. A um, couple of questions. What invitation and what is going on? Oh, oh this is, uh, well, this is a winter fest. A winter By fest? Choice? We're having a winter f- festival? Uh, well, we are. It's a, it, it's a way to get people out of, um, you know, everywhere else and coming here and spending their money, spending their little nibs. Ah, the plot thickens. Okay. I mean, uh, like his wallet. <laughs> I mean, mm. is, isn't that the point of running a tavern? Because of course, of course, he's from making money, Uzo. Well, how are things? They, they look splendid. Absolutely splendid. Yes, yes. Uh, we're, still, we're still in the red, but uh, things are, you know, in a couple more weeks, and I think we will be all set. And oh, here I thought that we were doing this out of the occasion of the season to. The, the grandeur and the altruistic nature of, of the good deeds that the Foxy Irregulars have accomplished. Yes, yes, we're celebrating that as well. It's great. We we all win. Mm. All right. Well, right. I'm I'm cold. Can we please go inside? As yeah, as you guys are standing out <laughs> there in not winter clothes at all. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm rather chilly. Let's step inside. All right. So you you make your way over to. Um, over to the irregular tavern, open up the door. Um, so and the... you will, of course, join us for a drink, Broxley, is I? Oh, 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 of course I will. Only the only the best stout. I mean, the goodest stout for me. The great stout it is. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, he joins you as well. So you walk into your tavern, which is, uh, it's not full, but it is, uh, it's, it is, what is the right word for it? Busy. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Clamoring. I mean, it, bustling. Yes. It is it is not like opening night, but it is uh you know, better than there's there's also no uh, uh druid here fighting. So that's good. Good. I'll take it. Mm. No Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Uh so yeah, so you so you you had uh you know what? Why did I not do this? God, that was almost 70 episodes ago. Can you believe it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> no. I do believe it. This year has been 10. 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, as the kids say, an entire mood. Okay. We're, bo- we're mostly millennials here. <laughs> You're not. Oh, actually, you are. Yes, you're you're like is. right in the I core put, of it. I put the graph on our episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on the young end of millennial, but yeah. He barely yeah. made it in. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we have four millennials and a Gen Xer. I... <laughs> boomer. I'm sorry. He's not a boomer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he's not the boomer. Sorry, I had <laughs> Who else is Gen X? Warren, are you Gen X? Are you? No. He's nah. literally like two years, two or three years I'm, older than me. I'm millennial. I'm yeah, millennial. but you you get all my '80s references. So yeah, I I grew up watching TV. <laughs> I was I was the millennial whose parents plopped them in front of the television. So I, I'm I'm the cable guy. 
Oh, I was, I was the Gen X and the BMX bike. It's, I was the millennial who was plopped in front of Christian TV. So, you know, uh, Bible Man, yes, my first introduction. You know, I'm figuring it out. I'm working through Bible, it. Bible Man, VeggieTales, Commander Pelley. I learned the facts of life by watching the facts of life. <laughs> I just, I read a lot. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so you get in here. Um, first thing you notice, uh, no squeal. Uh, and actually, you were you were expecting uh, that. Uh, you see, instead, there is a um, basically a quartet that is playing. Um, so, different type of environment in music at the moment. And you get up to the the bar, and there is a bartender that you do not recognize. And in fact, there is almost nobody in this place that you recognize. Like look, look, look around, Leif. Are you still here? And uh, and at that moment, you see um, across the way a beer, a thick dark beer, stout, shoot across the uh, across the bar towards you, and everybody there is like, oh, 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 as it <laughs> as it like travels along the side and <laughs> into your hand. Thank you, Leif. There's always someone here we can trust. True. Yep. Um, detect magic on everyone inside. Uh, all right. Uh, there's, for the most part, there's no magic, but there are a few individuals um, that you see that are sitting at various tables um, and one at the bar. Um, rings. You see an amulet on somebody. Uh, you see magic armor on another person. Um, what is... I'm. I'm just sort of not recognizing the faces. Uzo kind of side-eyes everyone, but he's looking around for any sort of suspicion. Does anybody take note that we've arrived, or is there like somebody lying in wait for us? Um, most people have not. Um, you know, a couple of people looked over, and especially once, uh, you, know, you know, once the once the tankard was flying down the bar, uh, people are looking over and they're like, oh, whoa, I wonder, you know, and then you kind of hear like, oh, I wonder... I don't know who that is. It's saying that the the ghost knows them, you know, <laughs> and it's like you hear sort of whispers, whispers around like that. I, I um, look around. Is there any open um, table or booth somewhere? Um, as you, so yeah. So as as you kind of look around, let me see. Sorry. <laughs> Well, uh, snuck up on you. I thought that was yeah. there for a second there. When a god burps, no, you know when I burp. <laughs> I mute it. <laughs> That's true. So uh, yeah, sorry if this is too loud or, or not loud enough for everybody, but you know, I'm playing with Siren's game here. It's a lot of fun. Trying to set some moods. <laughs> and I can hear it, but you guys can't. I'm sorry. We need to get back around the table. I'll imagine it. So, oh, okay. all right. So, yeah. So, so as you say that, uh, you see uh, uh, Rachel come out of the back, uh, okay. who is, um, well, who's dressed like a manager, right? So she's she is not um, when you know when well when you left, she was still kind of running the place. So you see, um, she heads out and kind of looks around and immediately sees you, Andraste, and then uh, Ruckus and he's like, oh, oh, hey. smile. And she, Hello, Rachel. Um, she, wave, 
And then oh. she actually she actually goes um, to a table and just kind of is like talking to them a little bit and, and like you know, kind of points and they're like, oh, okay. And they kind of uh, at that point you see them like like kind of scooting over for you to sit with them and it's they definitely misunderstood her request <laughs> but now they're looking at you like to join them at the table All right carry the, carry the tankard over okay uh, and then and you just see you just see her um, uh, so as you walk over Rachel stops and goes wow what can I get you guys drink food uh, yes, I will take one of those hot whatever it is that we do here now for drinking. I will have one as do we do well. Do we do the alcohol. They, you, they of course have alcohol, yes? Obviously. Well, the great stout's good. The good, the Pete's Belzner's pretty good. But, no, uh, we're, we're not doing this like cider and hot chocolate thing that... Broxley, oh. what, who, are we not doing this? Uh, the cider is prunes, and um, and you know the the, the hot chocolate is uh, uh, the the couple from Steam and Steel. What are we, what are we offering? Oh, I suppose we'll sit down first. Sorry. Okay. Question, Broxley. How long has the snow been on the ground in Waterdeep? Uh, maybe a month now. A month. Okay. Yeah. We've actually been gone that long, haven't we? Yeah, you've been sailing. I mean, you you've just went on like a seventeen day sail. Oh. The, the 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 time passing didn't really process for Andraste until until they said it's been on the ground for a month. It's like fuck, we have been gone that long. Wow. <laughs> so okay, so you got yeah. So uh, the the guys are like, oh hey, oh, please sit. Uh, oh, it is such an honor to have you at at well to for us to be at your table, I guess. Uh, and, uh, Welcome, welcome. What is your name, good sir? Oh, uh, my name is Ulysses. Ulysses? Yes. Yes. And uh, your charming companion here? Oh, that's Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Dave, Dave. Ulysses, uh, we are the Foxy Irregulars. That's, yes, that's amazing. Uh, that, that's what Rachel just said. Um, and that you wanted to sit down. And that's, that's amazing that you would want to join us. Uh, Yes. Yes, it, that is amazing. <laughs> Incredible, some might say. <laughs> Don't overthink it. This was the only table available. Never meet your Uzo. Uzo. <laughs> yeah. Uzo just kind of scans the room without taking them in. Yeah. I want to uh, whisper... You know that Ulysses has like... Um, you can tell uh, he's got some magic items in pocket. And what is your trade, good sir? Oh, oh, I run this shop. This shop? Yes, this shop. When did you start running this shop? Oh, right after that shop burnt down. I knew it. What is that shop? (laughs) You don't remember that shop? It was vandalized? That was where we took the, the potion, don't you remember? We just tried to try to get it replicated. Oh, yeah. Uh, that did make us sad for like a second. Oh, yeah, you uh, remember Uzo, then? You guys are old friends. Well, right? I, I, didn't, I didn't own that shop. Oh, okay. I, no, I mean, 
Uh, and capitalizing I mean, on his the previous yeah. owners got it. Yes, I mean, and in fact, I, mean, I spend most of my time at this too. What's this too? Uh, it's the second shop. This is across the across the way. I'm glad it's not confusing for anyone. <laughs> Quite the philanthropist. This is like a, a, a comedy sketch, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> I go to Ruckus and I'm like, I don't think that word is. Anyhow, uh... <laughs> philanthropist. Okay. Wait, no, I'm googling it. I feel like I was right on that one. Philanthropist, no. Go for it. Being. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what on earth are you talking about, Ruckus? Do you sell at this shop? Ah, well, uh, mostly magic items. Uh, yes. Anything mm. uh, favorable come into your possession recently? <laughs> I am incorrect. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> We're just all going to laugh at you for a moment. <laughs> um... Yes, uh, we, we, well, so uh, we actually are the uh, storefront now for uh, Steam and Steel, and they are, uh, they are master craftsmen, and, um, and this allows them to focus a little bit more, and, and we handle the, the sales aspect, uh, sometimes even taking orders, but uh, custom stuff, we usually send them straight there. But yeah, uh, you should come by tomorrow. We're open uh, as soon as the sun comes up. Let's do magic items. Are we you... I hear you make a decent chocolate warm drink. Is that... Is Broxley, was I mistaken? Is this their shop that is providing that warm beverage? Uh, no, you are definitely mistaken. Oh. Yes. Okay. It is, it is Steam and Steam where you can get the hot chocolate. For the I feel like there should be flyers that explain this. I really do. And Broxley kind of pulls out a a, oh. a thing that says like you know come to Troll School Alley, you know hot, hot cider, warm chocolate, um, frothy beverages, you know, and that's your sort of you know you are the tavern of this scenario. Um, um, the Froon's Vineyard that does the cidery that is. That is definitely not the style of logo that uh, that Froon's Brews had, which was very basic and very cheap. And it looks very fancy now. Quite curious about what's happened over at Froon's. Yes, indeed. Uh, perhaps they took our advice to heart. Uh, we should we should go find out. Um, in the meantime, uh, Ulysses, Dave, this is Winifred, and this is my son. Remy. Yeah. Uh, and, and so Winifred actually just kind, kind of coming in, um, it, it takes a while because she doesn't fully grasp that this is your place until Rachel came out. And then it's like, oh, oh. And it's sort of like, holy cow, you, you know. In, you just see the look of, uh, she's very impressed. Even though you have a ship, or you gave a ship <laughs> to somebody else, because you're like, I have an extra ship. Here's one. So. Maybe that wasn't exactly. You know, because I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> he donates generously. <laughs> oh, gods. All right. Too many causes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, come over. Come over. 
Uh, we've we've got stuff. In fact, uh, Rachel, uh, and suddenly, like his mind puts two and two together. It's like, oh, oh, and he looks at you, Andraste, and says, "Oh, uh, Rachel actually asked me to to procure something for you." Uh, oh. So, uh, so then we I have them. If you if you are interested, uh, it's, it's tomorrow. If you are, I'll, I'll nudge Remy with, with with an elbow. I think he's talking about the boots. Boots. <clears throat> oh yes. So uh, well, seem to weaker. What boots would those be? Boots. <laughs> she, Is that uh, a pistol in your pocket? Rip. What? Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was talking to our captain respectfully and discreetly. I don't really? know if cross as such. You don't... Anyway. We will now live with this. In which universe do you ever speak respectfully and calmly? Fair point. I knew uh, that <laughs> <laughs> um, Boots, huh? Uh, what, what, what boots are you talking about? Oh, well, uh, Rachel uh, came over and asked if we could find boots of speed, which are um, boots that uh, make you run faster. And, uh, like a potion of speed would. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But they're boots. And we've got a bunch of weird stuff. Like, I mean, we've got a, a, we've got a belt that makes you really strong. How um, strong? Sorry, what? Oh, really? If you had to put it on a scale of 1 to 20. I would have to look. <laughs> but I think a 20. Uh, belt of wow, Ogre. Giant, belt of Giants. They're probably 19. Or there's it's the Gauntlets of Ogre Power, right? Yeah. That do the 19. But I don't know about well, any if belt. It, if it's of giant strength, it depends on which uh, giant. Yeah. That's right. Uh, mm, yeah. The uh, the hill giant beret, of course. <laughs> As I quickly bing that, <laughs> please, please, somebody sponsor us. Bing. Microsoft, please. <laughs> hey, Victor, come on. <laughs> that small little company, Microsoft. <laughs> it's not Storm Giant. I, I, I would do a lot to get that for for Ruckus. <laughs> I would wait. It would give you a twenty-nine strength, mate. (sighs) (laughs) Do you um, do you have those boots uh, in like, uh, I would like to purchase them. Ah, okay. Yes. Well, uh, Andraste, did you want Remy to purchase them? The I I I I was helping him uh, obtain them. Because ah. I'm, I'm because I'm able to reach to to Rachel. Right. Okay. Are they more made for my size feet than perhaps Remy's? Well, uh, they are magic items. Uh, magic items are magical, and they fit any feet. Uh, we did we did make them uh, uh, green, though. Well, it'll match your cloak. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll make I another, suppose. We'll, we'll One must make, have highlights somewhere. We'll make an elf friend of you yet. Okay. Well, um, where, where, where are these boots of speed currently? 
good Ulysses? Um, they're not on this plane, I can tell you that. Beg pardon? Oh, yeah. they're in a bag of holding. Or something. Different dimension. If you, I mean, if, I mean, I can, I can get them for you. If you are that interested, we could, in fact, and you had the coin, we could do the exchange. What is the coin? Uh, how much? Just 2,000 gold pieces. 2,000 gold pieces. Ah, wow. That is um, a fair price, I think. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> sir? Yeah. Yeah, do you, does Ruckus do that? <laughs> yes. Behind his head, does he notice? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't even see what he did, I so I have no idea. Perfect. <laughs> at, this, at the mention of 2,000. Oh, Lord. How much coin does uh, Remy have? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're I back have 3,981 gold. You're fine. I was going to help you. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no! You don't need to. Sweet. Um, so I, I, I'm saying, um, yes, an absolute fair price. And seeing as how you're the only uh, person I've found that has these boots of speed, and you made them recently, did you? Ah, uh, well, I, I adjusted. Adjusted them. Okay. Okay. Um, can you adjust them into like some? black dye or something like that? Uh, give me a persuasion. Actually, I need both Andraste oh, no. and Remy to give me persuasion checks. Uh, Andraste at advantage. Yes! Oh, hey. I actually have proficiency in those. Meanwhile, Uzo's just to do sitting at the table listening but staring <laughs> out and he's pinching his skin as the feeling is starting to return. Yes. Huh. Uh, you, you notice, you also notice um, Winifred, as, once you guys just start being like, oh, two, 2000 is a, a fair price. Uh, we both rolled a 23. We both got a 23. <laughs> but my modifier is plus 12. That's got to count for something. <laughs> well, that means you rolled worse. Okay. That's right. It's true. <laughs> I, I rolled a 19 in order to get that, that 23. Mm-hmm. It does count. Uh, so. Um, uh, so, I mean, I could. I mean, it might take a week or so to, to do. Uzo, I have bad news for you. So <laughs> Uzo looks over because he was making eye contact with Renafred at the sound of $2,000 and he was just sort of nodding shamefully to himself. Yeah, and she's like, holy shit. So, and then Uzo looks and leans over to Remy with wide eyes. He's like, so you want to extend your stay for a pair of boots? No, Uzo. I was just trying to get a rise out of you. Oh. Green is fine. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of rise. You would uh, not have gotten <laughs> that kind of rise out of me. Oh, good lord. <laughs> would have seen it from a mile away. <laughs> so, sorry, what? Nothing. Uh, so yes, I think two thousand is is good if you have it. I have it. We should just do it now. Oh, uh, you want to come to the shop? I ah, uh, maybe we'll do I, it in the morning. You want me to go? You want me to go? No, I thought like they you had it in some kind of pocket dimension. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I do. Well, I mean, but I don't have it on. Me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I know how that goes. Is um, the shop open right now? It's a sales tactic, Cappy. Uh, no. Uh, for you guys, oh. <laughs> it is open. We can go over there right now, grab a grab a hot chocolate on the way, and peruse. I like that idea. I want to stop by the hot chocolate place. Hot I do chocolate. as well. Perhaps we should finish, um, you know, getting a bite to eat here, have a bit of din- dinner, um, and then head over, if that's all right with you. When we were passing by in the carriage, what sort of uh, state were the other districts in the city? Not as festive. Right? Not as festive. Um, what what made this stand out so much is that the sun had just set when you got here. So all the lights came on. So the other places, uh, you know, the residential areas you saw, um, you know, lights coming on as you were, as you were traveling along. Um, people were out, they were doing stuff. It was similar to when the last time you were in Waterdeep, just, uh, you know, not a big party like this. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, if you want, we can, we can head over there. Uh, well, I wanted to eat. Also, we just got out of the cold, you know. I, let me go get him. Let me go get him. I'll, I'll be back. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Let's, let's go there. Uh, and they, uh, they kind of work their way out. You guys never actually sat down at the table. So they're, <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and they got up, slammed the beers, you know, set it down, and they walk out. You got the hand for... yourself. Yeah, finally. <laughs> finally, okay. Uh, raise my hand to get some food. Okay. Uh, so, um, food comes, um, we can fast well, forward. I, through I, I, I did have a quick question for, I did have a quick question for Rachel. Sorry to drag this on, but I, I did want to ask her where Squeal was because I have, oh. I have, because I have exciting news for him. Oh, oh. Squeal's on tour. <laughs> oh, my where is he touring? Uh, he went to the, uh, to, uh, Daggerford, um, First, and I believe I, I think that he was heading to the Dalens. Really? Yes. What wow. album is he going on tour with? Just out of curiosity. Um, Tiana might know what album. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I remember there being on. limerick about my failures. It was a full on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> she goes. Oh, oh. Uh, it's new stuff. I mean, it's it's like new stuff over the last three or three or so months. Um, it's, honestly, his his biggest hit is about a lack. Okay. Oh, that's even worse. That is actually worse to my what, mental. What, what, what about alacrity? Sorry, I haven't heard this one. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, her heroic deeds at the Battle of of Neverwinter is really. Um, Quite outstanding. Okay, I need you to back up about five steps. What battle of Neverwinter? Where is what? What is going on even? <laughs> oh uh, come uh, on! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she she uh, so she t- starts to tell you the story. Uh, there was uh, a a uh, giant uprising for some reason uh, around the city of Neverwinter, and they asked the Lord's Alliance for help. 
Um, and uh, what better thing uh, for Layrell to do than get Alacrity out of this? So, uh, sent Alacrity with a. Uh, you mean the Brigadier General? Yes, the Brigadier General <laughs> with, uh, in fact, a, uh, a not a not a legion. Uh, that's a little bit too big. Uh, a company of uh, cavalry that she was leading into into battle. <laughs> if they're all awakened horses, I'm going to find <laughs> and smack him. Right, tell me. <laughs> you and you and you, and this is going to recharge. <laughs> no. No, I don't think uh, I don't think that that staff recharged because it's some powerful spells. Maybe it did. He wanted a really, really powerful staff to use it to awaken a horse because Andrew <laughs> is an amazing player. <laughs> um, and, and, and also to give us a pass without a trace. That was that was intensely yeah. useful. That was fun. It also made the strongest character we have in this world. <laughs> Alacrity. Oh my God, she's so powerful now. Uh, and she's like, she's, and this is Rachel. She's like, she's the, like, like, I think Layrell is kind of afraid. I think that's... I mean, we're all, all afraid, but for a very different reason. If all horses could speak, then we'd all be and, enslaved, right? And it, yeah, and, and, at that, and at that moment, you just kind of, like, see over by the fireplace in where the turret would be a horse head kind of stick out and look at you. Slight nod. Kind of goes back into the shadows. We have to go back. <laughs> is that steadfast? Yeah, that's steadfast. <laughs> steadfast being Batman. Who's <laughs> that gives him a wink? To the Superman like alacrity. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is Batman versus Superman. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, it just makes me think like they should be the main characters, and now, but we're chilling. We got this it. This is we their story. It. Yeah. It's their story. We're just playing in it. <laughs> Well, that's too bad about Squeal. I was going to say we needed all the help we could get going to free <laughs> this one. That's really too bad. What, 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 a, what a shame. Well, um, do, do you know when he's coming back? Uh, prob uh, probably after the snow melts. Well, then I, I have no idea when we'll be back when we leave, so I'll leave him a letter if you'd be good enough to give it to him. Right. There, there, there's, there's news that he will want to know about. I think he'll be rather excited. Interesting, oh, very. Uh, we, we do miss him, but um, yeah, we do miss him. Genuinely. Yeah. It seems we have some good music, nonetheless. Well done. Well done with all of this, Rachel. Seriously. Oh. Oh, speaking of which, I think I need to go and check the, uh, check the ledger. Absolutely. All right. Does that mean we get to roll? It means you get the roll. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There's, there's, there's uh, I so I teased a TPK. So let's not spend. Oh God, it's already three. Okay, right. a total party. I kit. was going to say I'm, I'm like we're never getting out of Waterdeep. <laughs> so uh, it, what's funny is I'm having a lot of fun. That's what I find funny. I mean, thanks. I mean, same. I mean, because most times we aren't. You know, we're. I know. It's just. <laughs> We're fucking liars, you know. You know, but tonight. <laughs> no, well, it's just I'm like, oh, I want to move the story forward. I want to do this. I'm like, oh, but I could have some some interesting NPCs, and 
I can make a storytelling in the world. So. Hmm. Uzo leans over, I guess, to Remy and says that he wants to get as much hot chocolate uh, for the orphanage as he can to take down there as a treat and also maybe introduce the child to some playmates in Waterdeep. Um, should I wait until uh, that to roll for the orphanages? Uh, uh, if, we're gonna, if, we're, if I'm going to open up the Dungeon Master's Guide, we should just do it, all, do it all at once. So, who's rolling? Hold on, I have to remember what page it's on. It's on the, what, page 85 of the Dungeon Master's Guide? You just have a bookmark. Which has no has no reference in. Um... I know how far back this is, but I'm probably going to ask you at the break about that bell of giant strength. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo! <laughs> Running a business. All right. Uh, let's go ahead. You get advantage on this. Whoever wants to roll me a D100, I would recommend not using Blizzard Paradise. Yeah, they, 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 they tend to roll low on uh, percentiles, Ezra. <laughs> I'll roll it. It's been a while. What did you roll, Thomas? I rolled a 99 <laughs> on Birds of 20. Paradise. Oh, no, I get advantage. Oh, yeah. That's a, wait, what? Oh, that was a 20, sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 21. Do oh. I get advantage or is it just straight? So, um, oh my gosh. Uh, so we yeah. will take my Birds of Paradise 99 and give you uh, 3d10 times 5 gold pieces. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, you want to roll 3d10 times 5? Uh, should I be the one? Well, no. <laughs> You got out your bad rolls. I think this is the next one. Yeah. You said times five? Yeah. That's how computers work. Oh, geez. 40. No, 40. Oh, okay. Is that good? Wow. Two ones. That just hurts me. Oh, hold on. <laughs> just give Let's them what you again. want to have. There's a 12. <laughs> well, I mean, just somewhat. Right? Oof, that was awful. Okay. <laughs> it is written. All right. <laughs> 12 times five. There we go. That one's better. Thank you. Woo! All right. Um, orphanage. Just we'll do straight. this at advantage too. One one d one hundred. Twenty nine. Fuck that. Forty one. Damn. Okay. Forty one. Plus ten is fifty one, which is the it. it uh, which is okay. Uh, give me a two d eight. Yeah, I'm. I'm now just like I don't need to look at this. I should just be like, okay, uh, 100 gold. Sweet. That orphanage is doing better than us. <laughs> how, how, how does that trend uh, out for us then, Thomas? They, 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 don't, pay pay <laughs> they don't pay taxes. Ah. So so our overhead is ridiculous. So we make 60 gold to be split four ways? Is that what I'm hearing? Sure. Very silent in this room. <laughs> I mean, it's sixty gold. Um, I say it just goes to the pot. Is anyone keeping track of the pot? I'm keeping you. track of my I'm percentage not. of the pot. 
Do we get this now, or is it going straight into the bank if we keep it in the pot? Uh, No one's paying us out right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Keep it it in the pot. Keep it in the pot. I'm not. Somebody's got it now because I'm. I do. I'm not keeping track of party funds. I think. I I think that's a surprise to everyone else in the party. Kind of. Yeah. Keeping track of the party funds. No. No, no, I was keeping track of my own funds. Oh, Not Lord. the bar. And if I was keeping track of party funds, that was in March of 2020, <laughs> which was three years ago. <laughs> and my not- notebook is at the studio still. <laughs> you live like two miles from there. You can that's go true. to the and get your notebook. Can we ask Leif how many drinks have been served since we last left? And <laughs> Calculate how much we charge per drink <laughs> in such an easy process. You know, I feel like that's the best way. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just split it up then, if that's the case. All right. I, I know that in the bank, um, we paid for the money for the ship was 12000 And then I think uh, the reason I have so much money is because Andraste wanted to pay some. So I think Andraste... Um, threw some money my way, three thousand my way for the ship, and and that's why I have my total. So I have nothing left in the bank. I know that I think Ruckus took some out of the bank to get some, uh, maybe a better Flambers. I forget what it was, something. I'm 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 pretty sure that I've run through all of my funds in the bank from, from buying herbalism stuff at this point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was much to keep you fuckers alive. Uzo, how much do you have? So, uh, written down, I sa- it says 2K left in the bank, but I'm pretty sure that I've spent some of that. Like, I've pulled some of that out to do other miscellaneous shit with, so I don't know what it is. Um, but I'm also going to be at net zero after we reach the orphanage because I'm signing everything away to Randall. Okay. Is that belt of giant strength 500 gold? Because that's how, what I got. But there's more in the bank for you, right? I mean, because you didn't spend 12,500 gold. No. Uh, no. Me? No, no, uh, Aaron. Oh. I, don't, I, I honestly don't think Ruckus spent any of it. Yeah, like, oh. it's, I have made sure not to because I didn't know, I knew I wasn't going to be the one keeping track of it. So I, if we I, have an elimination amount. 12,500 in the bank because oh. Ruckus did not well, spend any of it. I could have sworn he took it out. Something with it. I, I did take 500, but I can't remember what I used it for because evidently I still have 500, and I've been like <laughs> I've been trying to be on point to get rid of it. Honestly, uh, I think I think that's the case. So 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 so, so yeah, there's 12,000 in the bank. Ruckus has 500 on him. Gold wow. and 212 mm-hmm. silver. I could have easily paid that dude, but I didn't want. <laughs> and that's why he has so much money because because he just leans on everyone else to pay for the things. When you thrive off pocket change, it's enough. It works. You can make it. You can stretch it. Oh, my goodness. So it's 20 gold apiece, then, to each person. That's... Right now? Like, add 20 gold to each person right now? Or, no? or was it 60? It, it was 60. So oh, I thought it was 80, my bad. Yeah, sorry. Anyways, I was just like, wait, did I do my math wrong? I don't remember. So, okay, so... All right. 
I'm going to take that 15 and keep it in my personal funds. I'm going to keep that on my. Yes, and I, I have put the 15 in my own personal funds as well. 15 gold? Yes. Yep. Taking it. Not that you need it. <laughs> Still doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. All right, so. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, if I can, real quick. Andraste, what would it take you to make more of those potions of continuous heal? I've, I've already uh, purchased, see. I've, I've already purchased the, the herbs and started uh, working on it. Okay, how long do you think till we have more? Well, I started working on it when we left Saltmarsh, uh, and it takes, what, three weeks to brew did if you, I Well, did, did, did you start potions of greater healing uh, on the way here? I thought it was whatever the regenerative one was. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that it was potions of, of continuous heal because that would have been my first priority to get those ready. Yeah. Uh, and, so and those you, yeah, those those you need to purchase. Because because you actually went out in Saltmarsh yes, and rolled a nat twenty on. Yes. When when I was in Baldur's Gate, well, not not Baldur's Gate. Uh, when I was in Candlekeep, you said you you, you said that, that I had purchased the okay the, the gotcha. herb for that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And, you, and you wrote off a hundred or a thousand gold. Yes, that's why I'm okay. down to like two hundred gold now. Gotcha. <laughs> but okay. I, I, I have I have it in my character sheet that I have the the herbs for po uh, potion of continuous heal. And did you you also have the herbs to make greater healing potions? Correct. Which one did you make on the way to water? I would have started the potion of continuous heal. Okay, so that that will actually be ready uh, pretty soon. Okay. Um, that 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 being said, though, Remy, it might, it might not be a bad idea to have uh, the herbs ready to make a, a second batch if necessary. Uh, so it, it cost me a thousand gold in Candlekeep. I don't know what it will be here in, in Waterdeep. Um, yes. Uh, how much? How many potions can you make from that one? Well, the maximum. Reagent. The maximum that, that that can be on any plane on uh, a single plane of existence is five. Uh, Ruckus has one, I believe. Correct. Ruckus has one, and I think he's the only one who currently does. So there's there's four that are going going to be uh, brewing that are currently in process on the ship. Okay. So I can I can I can make up to five with with a thousand, which is nice. And in case of emergency. We no, no, no. There can only be five on any plan of existence. You, yes, but let's say right now, before you finish that process, we got an emergency one right here. Hold on. There can only be five on any plane of existence. Does that mean we could make ten? And then put them in, five of them into the bag of holding. Oh, we can't glitch out the world. <laughs> I think we've actually had this conversation and tried it, and oh, it didn't work. That would have been brilliant. Because I, I, I think we were like, "Hey, there's a loophole there to be exploited." Indeed. Uh, okay, sounds good. That's that's all I really wanted to say. Yes. No. I've I've been I've been working rather diligently to make sure that we have uh, potions for the coming conflict. All right. So, uh, anything, anything else you want to do here? So, uh, Ulysses comes back, uh, and he actually has a bag of holding. And he pulls out the boots, which they are stylish, uh, but they, you know, they are uh, two-tone green. So it has uh, black soles 
with sort of this green on the side with a darker green coming up the middle and then uh, the light green turning into a stripe along the side. Andraste lets out, lets out a quiet little sigh of, oh, those are beautiful. <laughs> I'm biting my knuckles. 2,000, you say? Yes. That did be done. Uh, okay. Uh, did you count it out before? Yeah, or for sure. Out in the middle of the bar? <laughs> no, I would, I would have gone back into the thing and been like, crowd around everyone. Oh, yeah. As, <laughs> you know, when you did the roll, you were looking up, you know, stuff. You guys went somewhere. Yeah. So you got a little pouch. You hand him the pouch. He kind of shakes and puts it in. I know where you work. Uh, <laughs> you know. uh, and then uh, he goes off. He's like, uh, see you tomorrow or, or you want to go look at Um. What time is it? Uh, it's, I mean, it's eight-ish. So, you know, uh, we'll say it's a, it's like a Thursday night. So it's not quite, I could you go know, with not a kind of break these day. in. All right. Let's... So, uh, so what we are going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then we will be right back. Um, is everyone, okay? is everyone okay if we go a little bit long? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I have to wake up at like five o'clock. So <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, hit this B right back and we will return very shortly as soon as we can all use the restroom. We just add another coffee. episode. We want to be. But there's only 10 left. So <laughs> we're going to cut out. We're going to cut out rescuing uh, the, the god. Eh. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to QuestCast. We have a cast against N2 Night. We're still shopping. I was going to say, it's a shopping episode. <laughs> and I'm still in water in this shop. But, uh, we just got here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, before we get too far, uh, we've got some bits that uh, Tamago Torrent has generously donated to us 40 or 53 minutes ago. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just assuming here because it was so long ago. Uh, 500 for you guys and 500 for me. Uh, leave it in two different, different thank you, sections. But, so, thank you to Mother Tora. Thank you guys for the subs and the follows. Uh, we appreciate it. Whew, all right, so we are back. Um, where is they need like so they have spooky shopkeeper in here, but they don't have like helpful shopkeeper music. I wonder why. I mean, <laughs> half of D&D campaigns are shopping. <laughs> and the other half are the taverns. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no D or D in Dun Dungeons and Dragons. Nope. <laughs> Walking right <laughs> on top. Nope. I'm just going to say out. at some point I want to uh, go over to 
the see i'm just getting right into it uh at some <laughs> point i want to go over to um broxley and see if we can get a few kegs of ale for the ship and um for, for our journey and um any kind of provisions that we can need to uh, he, uh, he, yeah, I for absolutely. Uh, we will get that for you on the, uh, you know, the the, the warehouse discount. Uh, we will have to somehow. Uh, yeah, well, well, I mean, we'll have to pay the guild. Then charge the tavern. It's fine. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah, we we'll deliver to them. Then their guild, the ship dock. The ship, the ship dock, whoever those people are, that guild, they'll put it on a ship. Uh, um, and I, I want them to, um, and then I'll want to ask Rachel if I can get a bottle of really good whiskey that we have as well for the trip. That's, that's not a problem. Um, that will be your entire next 10-day roll. We'll eat up for that, those spots. Nice. All right. So then you guys head over to, uh, you head over to this shop, which uh, you, you walk in uh, and you, you, so you do see, uh, it is not just magic items. In fact, it is a, a clothing shop as well. So uh, Andraste, you, in fact, uh, with the, the fall, uh, the, the winter fashion in full swing, you see, Winter clothes there, both practical and impractical, yet looking practical. That's for your your highfalutin. I'm going to look very, very nice and be not quite as cold as normal. Is there something in between where, where it's practical but looks good? <laughs> yes. You yes, you you absolutely find whatever you are looking for um, that you can describe here or in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll put it in the Discord later. Um, so there, you know, there's, 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 you know, leather gloves, boots. Um, you actually notice, you, uh, Remy, you see the perfect pair of boots, but they're just regular boots. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> our and, our travel is taking us to warmer or harsher climates. Uh, wouldn't your book have told you that? Ooh. Um, the is it north or the shimmering? Is it north? So, uh, so uh, the obviously the the area that you read about was not um, on the main continent, and was um, uh, definitely not a cold climate. Um, however, you do know. Uh, you do know that uh, Ryland TV just raided. So welcome, <laughs> Raiders. Hello. Thank you for joining us this evening. Welcome to the chaos. Uh, we are the Chaos Agents. <laughs> Tonight we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. We are on episode 88. We are wrapping up this campaign in less than 10 episodes. Right. <laughs> we're having a shopping episode now. So yeah. Um, <laughs> All of the all of the eighty seven episodes prior to this, though, built up to this shopping episode. You know, it's, <laughs> it, 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 we've been waiting for this one. So, so uh, all of our back episodes are on YouTube. So if you want to keep watching uh, Ryan on TV, uh, those fantastic people, um, 
do so and catch up on YouTube. We're also on podcasts. So thank you for the raid. Um, I will someday figure out how to do that command to have our people follow your people. Um, mm -hmm. But you can do that manually if you select their name and hit follow. All right. So here we go. You went to the shop. Drossi's already picked stuff yeah, out. I, is like yep. picked out stuff. Um, got it, set it on the counter. Going I mean, I to try a couple things on because she's small and wants to make sure it actually fits her. After that question, he kind of remembers with what he could read of a map um, that it will be warmer. This is temporary inconvenience, so he's just going to uh, get a cloak. Um. Give me, give me an intelligence check. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, so the deed be... that you have, you did show it to elves who did tell you about um, kind of the location. Let's just see how much you can. Nat 20. <clears throat> and so the also, Raiders, uh, we were using the Nord Games Lockdown. And they are, we have an affiliate program with them. Um, I have to give a random one out. So this is, you roll a 20, players get a card. This one is, uh, this card may be handed to the GM at any time for the following benefit. Succeed on a saving throw. Nice. There it one. is. Uh, if they roll a one, DM gets a card. And use in your home games, uh, like this would stick with Warren. Right, Warren would get this card. We, uh, you know, we like to share around here, so anyone can use that. It just requires um, the approval of two people. So you are, uh, you go into the uh, into the shop. Um, you see, uh, Ulysses is, is starts telling you all about. Um, oh, net twenty. It's cold, freaking hell. It's cold as hell. Okay, so Uzo's passes that on says this yeah. this was only just the tip of the iceberg we should prepare for colder climates and it is it is in fact the northernmost city on the continent in the mountains and he then gets boots and warmer leggings and uh an overcoat okay um so anybody getting um Anybody getting winter clothes, it is whatever it says in the ten, 10 gold pieces. 10 gold pieces. I was going to discount. Yeah. I'm so glad that I did that. <laughs> I was going right. to say five. Oh, I don't know about right. any cost of anything in D&D in &D land. I have purchased winter wear. Do they have like a hat that I can oh, put on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is, but it's only like the plaid hat with the, the things Yay. that you <laughs> With no, the, have... your flaps that you tie under your chin, I love it. <laughs> they have whatever hat type you want. Um, That's exactly right. what I was going for. So perfect. <laughs> they have uh, a couple of of things here um, for magic items. Unless you have anything you would like to specify. The... <laughs> Uzo's always going to peruse. You know, if, if it's anything useful, he'll catch his eye. But. Um nothing comes to mind so when i add winter wear to my inventory what do i actually look up because winter wear pops nothing i and just look up look up clothes 
because okay, it looks perfect. like clothes, cold weather. Awesome. And then also, do you have any belts? Any assortment of belts that may enhance my strength? And uh, well, in fact, we do. Uh, uh, we've procured, I mean, the it was interesting why we would take these off of the giants in the giant war that Alacrity won almost single-handedly. Um, we have uh, these two belts uh, of giant strength. Uh, one of them is the dumb hill giant bride. Uh, and the other one is the storm giant, the frost giant variety. Uh, this makes you <laughs> this makes you very strong. Uh, oh, oh, and we do, yeah. I mean, we do have the storm giant, but it is a uh, hundred thousand gold pieces. Uh, you take a so check. The, the <laughs> IOUs, paper, and others. Uh, the hill giant uh, is 3,000 gold pieces. The frost giant, 10,000 gold pieces. Do you happen to have a stone giant as well? Uh, uh, we do. Uh, that is 20,000. I am good. And you know what? It's kind of hot outside. As I look at the snow. Ah... Uh... I think I will go with your, your your belt of frost giant, you say? Yes. Uh, you, you, so you do also know that in the morning you have to go and get the money out of the bank, out of the Sword Coast Traders Bank? Is that what it is? Mm. It's been a long time since we've been in Waterdeep. This yes. is the second time I've gone to a bank, I think. <laughs> so please reserve it. <laughs> so, uh, we can hand wave it in the morning. You can go to the bank, blah, 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 blah. Um, that ten thousand dollars, ten thousand gold pieces, uh, dragons. In fact, a lot of dragons to keep in your pocket. <laughs> All right, so we, we have a longsword plus two. We have a bag of beans. No. <laughs> All right. How much for the bag of beans? <laughs> you don't it's, have it's <laughs> What's it do? Ah. Well, it's 11,000 gold pieces for this bag of beans. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, heavy cloth bag, 3D4 dry beans. The bag weighs one half pound plus one quarter pound for each bean inside it. If you dump the bag's contents on the ground, they explode into a 10-foot radius expanding from the beans. Each creature in the area, including you, must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, taking 5D4 fire damage. On a failed save, fire ignites flammable objects. Uh, if you remove a bean from the bag, plant it in dirt, sand, and water it, the bean produces an effect one minute later from the ground where it was planted. Um, and then it says, see the DMG, so I'm wondering if it recharges, or because that's a lot of money for four beans. Well, it, it, it'll tell you what the, the effect is in the DMG, I, uh, I imagine. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading it right now, like, one is 5d4 toadstool sprout if a creature eats a toadstool, uh, roll any die. Uh, I'm just going through like two to ten. A geyser erupts and sprouts water, berry, water, water, beer, berry juice, tea, vinegar, wine, or oil. GM's choice. How big is the geyser? <laughs> Thirty feet into the air for one d twelve rounds. <laughs> I just really want to watch a geyser. Of wine, beer. <laughs> beer. Oh, shit. All right, uh, we have the Ring of the Ram. Again, this is rare, requires attunement, 4,000 gold pieces. How much was the, the 
bag of magical legumes. <laughs> 3,000 gold? Is that what I said? I, I, I thought it was 11,000. Ooh, yeah, 11,000. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I heard 10. I must because I don't want that anywhere near us. I think it was 11, yeah. 10 gold? Sounds like fun. Uh, Do you know how much Ram? money? <laughs> ring of the Ram. Uh, this ring has three charges. It regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. While wearing this ring, you can perform... You can use an action to expend one to three of its charges to attack one creature you can see within 60 feet of you. It produces a spectral ram's head and makes its attack roll with plus seven bonus. On a hit, each charge you spend, the target takes 2d10 force damage. Uh, or you can do it to break an object that isn't being worn or carried. Like a door. <laughs> this is Rucker's door opener. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's just, we'll just skip those for now because it's a lot of reading and I want to get to the killing. Uh, pipes <laughs> of Haunting. That's uh, what they look like there. Uh, you must be proficient with wind instruments to use these pipes. You, they have three charges and you can use an action to play them. Expend one charge to create an eerie spellbinding tune. Each creature within 30 feet of you that hears here's you play must succeed a dc 50 wisdom save or become frightened for one minute dc 50 15. okay i wasn't oh. who heard that uh if you wish all creatures in the area that aren't hostile toward you automatically succeed on the saving throw hmm. um how like much it. is that i need to go back to xanathar's back to xanathar's would, would proficiency with a flute count for that because yes absolutely Three hundred gold pieces. What? <laughs> Seems useful. Right. And it is not requiring attunement. Eyes of minute seeing. These crystal lenses fit over the eyes. While wearing them, you can see much better than normal out to a range of one foot. You have advantage on intelligence investigation checks that rely on sight while searching an area or studying an object within that range. 500 gold. The flute seems enticing. Doesn't it, though? I am intrigued. I've got maps. What? I don't have maps of a shop, so... Oh! <laughs> so what's, what, what, do you, what do you want about? The DM has prepared maps, and I hope to get to use them. Hmm. Right. Okay. But I don't know if I will, and I'm kind of, I don't know, kind of okay with that. Like, I had a lot of fun during the puppet episode, and this episode, <laughs> I, think, I think maybe uh, I should rethink the type of D&D I, I like, or just admit that I like shopping episodes. You, you, <laughs> you like episodes where you get to do unique, different things. That's um, true. Tell you all about alacrity and the giant battle. That just happened. We're the extras. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if, if, if we want to hand wave a little bit, I do have a couple of things that I want to like sell off and get rid of. I have a lot of extra armor for some freaking reason. <laughs> if it's normal armor, you uh, half price, then just get rid of it and add the coin. Cool. Oh snap! Totally forgot that was a thing. 
All right, I will do that. So I put a whole bunch of things in front of the guy. And so how much would you take for all of these items in bulk? And it is a thornwood whip sheet for uh, the thorn whip casting. Um, a vial. Huh? Is it a spell scroll? Yeah. It is a spell scroll. A vial of golem dust. Uh, the uh, quiver of Elonia, which I never really used. Almost as new. Uh, Almost as new. <laughs> as new. Um, and. Uh, okay, so I don't see golem dust. Did, was that just like I, you? I collected that after we killed it, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So that's not like I'm, I'm trying to sell it to him as a collector's item. Yeah. I mean, uh, but some of these are magic items. So what? What's yes. the other? Um, the thick wood thorn whip spell scroll sheet. The quiver of Alonia is um, uh, magical, basically endless bolts. All right. Do you know what thorn whip is? A is a cantrip, right? Or is it a first level? It's a first level. All right. I believe. Um, I also have a mall that, again, never used. Okay. So um, he will four. So 20 gold pieces for the, is what you get for the thorn whip scroll. Um, what else did you have? Quiver. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, oh, sorry. What, yeah, what is the... Quiver of Alonia was like a big time item. How do you spell it? E L. Oh, oh, yeah. Quiver of Alonia is uncommon. I guess we really should have did this off camera. Right. Ooh. You'll get 300 gold from that. And and then the mall. I want that flute. Yes. Do, do the mall is just a mall, with right? Wound instrument, with wind instruments? I will learn. Because uh, not, I have proficiency in, with a flute. How much is the mall? All right. Uh, you get five gold for the mall. All right. So 325. He, he pushes it across the table. Take these three. Um, All right, three hundred twenty-five. Well, well, it was three hundred for the it, quiver. I just, I'm trying to figure. I, I forget how much I said this was. The, so that's three hundred. Um, again, yeah. what does it cost to use it? I don't. Again, I can't. I'm oh, not it, even sure I know how to use it. Must be proficient with wind instruments. How do I know if I'm? I could fart. How do I know if I'm proficient with wind instruments? I imagine if you don't know that you're proficient with yeah, wind instruments, then in, your, in, your, in, your, in your starting background, it gives you like choose an instrument. You could choose a banjo or a negative. Okay. Try the yeah. farting hypothesis. I'm curious. <laughs> it doesn't need to be good. It sounds like it plays itself. But no, because because you have to be proficient. You have to be proficient with it in order for it to work. I'm proficient with a flute, which is a wind instrument. So I I can use this. I'll still take the suck. coin. I mean, obviously you'll take, of course. I mean, we're uh, on loaded stuff at this point. Yeah. But making it so that 
Uh, can, can you read the, the description of the item to me again, Thomas? I'm sorry. Uh, of which one? The flute. Or the pipe. Yes. Um, you, you can use an action to play them and expend one charge to create an eerie spellbinding tune. Each creature within 30 feet of you that hears must succeed on a DC wisdom saving throw or become frightened of you for one minute. So they cannot move closer to you and they have disadvantage on attacks against you. That is the frightened condition. Okay. And how much did, did you say for those? Chat. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is where we need the YouTube uh, uh, instant replay. Yeah, we're just testing back. you, really. <laughs> how about now? How about it was three hundred for the the flute, right? Three hundred for the flutes. Four hundred for the 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 ram. No, that was way more. That was mm -hmm. three thousand for the ram. Um, I thought you said five for the last one. Five hundred for the minute eyes. Yep, that's it. So three hundred for the pipes. Five hundred for the eyes. Eleven thousand for the bag of beans. Oh, nice. Oh, my beer geyser. No. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for doing the uh, Gale Force Nine spell cards uh, link. That is also our Amazon affiliate link. Hey, I think I'll grab the the, the pipes of haunting because I'm proficient with with flute and can use it. All right, pipes of haunting. You can use D and D Beyond, who we also yeah. never thank, but we should thank for their. Uh, Providing us with content. So thank you. We, uh, we do thank them every newsletter. So you should subscribe to the newsletter. Cause it gives you because what it does is it gives you the title I think I'm going to name an episode on Sunday. And then by the time I get to making the the graphic, which is 10 minutes before we go live, <laughs> and then I change what it is. <laughs> this episode was going to be totally different, and I realized yeah. I just wanted to. Just... <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was looking at the description in the in the show schedule, and I was like, Thomas, Thomas, what are you doing? <laughs> Did you see the first version? Oh, you, uh, hopefully, I, I, I didn't see the first version. I think I saw the one that 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 was there like five minutes before we started. Wait till I find out who the open lord is. I think is what it was. So yeah. We all. Uh, so, I mean, I know that this is a, a this is kind of a spoiler for when this does happen. But after the Foxy regulars are done and over, there will be a short shot um, with alacrity. So, uh, I'll just. Say that. Yeah, the story everybody's been <laughs> waiting be for. This is going to be this this giant. Invasion. <laughs> you know how many levels she got killing all those giants? Ugh, oh my god. god. And here we are on milestone. God damn. I know. <laughs> Alacrity <laughs> of the rings. Yeah, she was like every week she's leveling up. <laughs> and sounds like my uh, descent into Avernus campaign. Nice. All right. So um, like every hour for us in game, then, right? Like the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to do? Um, and if and if uh, we can also retcon some of this stuff, if like you go back, well, you're you're, you're heading to a city that rivals Waterdeep and its uh, awesomeness. 
I did buy the thing. All right, cool. Uh, Yeah. Well, I'd imagine Remy wants to spend some time with his family a little bit. Um, I didn't want to split the party, but I did want to go to see and say goodbye to Randall. Right, and 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 I mean, I don't I don't need to role play it out, but but Andraste would you know basically see see go to the lawyers guild and make a last will and testament type of thing check in with her cousins make sure they're provided for you know do do all the things to set affairs in order before going into what may be a deadly situation what is what will be a deadly situation we may or may not survive so she's she's getting her affairs in order awesome so uh that's actually a, a that's good to know let's let's not rush anything um Knowing that next episode will be an episode combat heavy, okay. <laughs> next episode ever- will be combat heavy. Um, I'm I am rewriting some of the uh, ship to sh- see the ship rules, ship combat rules, uh, because they're terrible <laughs> in Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I won't argue that. <laughs> um. Plus, you guys have breech-loading cannons now. That's one thing that... Uh, uh, that Dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else has that. Yeah. So uh, so what that does is it, it uh, reduces... It used to be three actions to load, aim, and fire. And now uh, loading and aiming is one action. And nice. then firing is, is the other action. So it, so it only takes two actions to do it. That's right. great. So, okay. So since we're not going to rush anything, uh, you guys spend as much time you, as you want there before eventually he's like, I, I got to go back. <laughs> um, and you guys get all of your cold weather gear, uh, your, your belt of giant strength. I'm going to see, you know what? It was still open. You ran down to the bank, got the money, came back. There we go. I want Shoot. my cold, I want my cold cold weather gear to be like furs and stuff like that <laughs> like draped over me yeah oh yeah not just like bare hides or anything like that but like furs that are meant to to cloak and warm yeah perfect um so you guys go and do that uh you guys head back to the tavern it is at this point um uh settled down uh people have sort of left uh, the area um, the lights are still up, but you can tell that everything is winding down. Um, and the tavern still has still has a handful of people there who are, you know, still enjoying being out by the fire. Um, you guys walk in, and it, it's it's still it's still nice and warm. It's toasty. Uh, Winifred and uh, little Remy are um, they're hanging out by the fireplace. Is Broxley um, there? Uh, if you want Broxley to be there, he is. Yes, I want to just send him on a mission if he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, so he walks in the door. He's like, okay. Oh, Remy, good. I just I just took care of that uh, provisioning mission. All good to go. All right, Not, I'm going to head out. No, before you leave, the night is still young. Well, I, if it is too much for tonight, I want to prepare for tomorrow. Um, I would like you to prepare a keg, a cast, a cauldron, whatever it is, um, of hot chocolate for tomorrow morning to have delivered to the orphanage. Uh, So when we arrive, 
um, the kids will have something warm and tasty and sweet um, ahead of our arrival, uh, just to make sure that the festivities from this district make it down there. Ah, right. Okay, uh, that that's easy, easy enough. I'll just I'll just go uh, talk to Avi and uh, hook that up. Take it out of the bus tab. I wish I lean in and I whisper. Okay. And it happened. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. There it is. All right. So, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> he heads out uh, to take care of that. Good. Um, when, so Winifred and little Remy are by the fireplace and they are over there and you, they're having a conversation. And as you get closer and closer, you, you hear that, that the, the voice of steadfast um, and they are, having a conversation with like the shadow of the turret area. That's kind of, it's, it's, there used to be a table there. Now it's, it's not like hay, but it's a nice cloth, uh, like bench. And, it, and you look in and it's weird. Uh, steadfast, the horse is in there kind of hanging out. It seems like you see he's got a cloak on. Like, oh, okay. Good evening, steadfast. Uh, and little Remy just looks at him and is like, there's a horse dogs. Indeed he does. Yeah. Indeed he uh, does. He tells us and pretty scary things. Uh, and Winifred gives you these eyes like, like he's kind of, kind of nuts. Uh, okay. So, uh, and, and she goes, it was lovely to talk to you, Mr. Steadfast. We're going to go. And uh, grabs <laughs> grabs up little Remy and uh, and pushes you along forward towards the bar area. What did you? All right. Uh, yeah, he uh, he apparently was also in the in, in the giant wars. Oh. Uh, oh goodness. Well, I hope little Remy can sleep tonight. Uh, and you you look at him, and, and as soon as you kind of walk away, he's. Yeah, his eyes like well, because hmm. it is getting late. Mm -hmm. time. Um, and I, I say to her, well, I do have my room here at the tavern. If you'd like to, um, if you'd like to uh, retire. Uh, yeah, we um, should. We, we should. should. Yeah. We we should. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. Yes, that's I mean I. I haven't seen the place other than the bar. So sorry. I know we've been so busy with uh, business as usual. I apologize. I, um, I'm not used to this. I, I'm sorry. Um, everyone, um, if you don't need me further for the night, I think I'll, I'll retire then. No, have a good night. I never need you for anything. Don't Go say to that. bed. Don't say that. You'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> and we are. We head out. And all right. As you, so, so the three of you make your way up, uh, up the stairs to the master suite, captain's quarters, if you will. And uh, and you go in. You kind of you know you talk about the library. That's is it. Then that's the next floor. I really don't remember. 
this play. Uzo's room was the library. I think it was the second floor. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uzo's yeah. resting in his room if you come in and show it off, I guess. <laughs> Just kind of reading whatever he's he's reading whatever he's reading and it's it's an encyclopedia on blades of grass he's just happy to have a book he doesn't really care (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah so you guys uh you know so there's this there's actually like a sitting room out there and then there's a separate library room that had all the ferns in it and um i don't know if ferns are, are winter uh but your mm. garden has been converted over to whatever uh, winter or annuals or whatever they call them. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, so we sleep here. This is, this is a big room, big bed. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess it is. Uh, but yeah, this, this is it. I am... Um, I wanted to talk to you both at some point. We, we, we will be departing in a couple of days. And as, as I've said before, I don't know if, if I will make it back. But I will do everything in my power to come back here to return safely. Should I not? What I've read. Um, my share in the tavern will be yours. Oh. Okay. I, I don't have much uh, money to my name. You just bought those hideous boots. They are that, aren't they? Um, no. Um, I bought these these hideous boots because they they will give me an edge. They're magical, and and I will need them where I'm going. I'm sure. Um, so, well, I can. I, I, I look. It's you know that I. You know that I wanted to go with you, uh, but. It's not the smart thing to do. Um, you brought us here to uh, to a, a building that you own in the north ward of Waterdeep um, with a winter festival. You've already done more you know, at this point, like little Remy's asleep, just out. Um, you've already done more than I imagined you would if I ever saw you. I, you, you will come to me. If you don't, I'm going to come find you. I wouldn't want you to have to do that again. I'll give you two months 
after two months, 60 days. I'm going to get a ship and I'm going to go through that gate. Um, well, I don't think I have much say in it, really. Okay. And of our son. What would, what would happen to him should that occur? Uzo keeps talking about mm. place for kids to learn. I mean, you know how hard it is to teach kids? Um, I might see if they would even teach him anyway well I think that that he should have at least one of us and if I don't come back in two months that you, you that I may, but if I don't, um, you tell him of his father and you raise him to be a good, a good man. And yeah. when he's old enough, you give him this, and I pull out the short sword from the drow that stabbed me that night on the rooftop. This blade nearly took my life. I can think of no greater poetic justice than my own son using it as his weapon in your mind you just hear what am I not good enough you're just coming kidding, I, you gotta you gotta get me back there okay <laughs> you're coming with me in my head <laughs> <laughs> but I promise you Winifred I will do everything I can to get back to you. I don't plan to die. But, um, you know, not many do. Well, today was quite the day. Um, let's you have all day tomorrow? Yes. The day is ours. Why don't we go? Why don't we just go and talk? Downstairs. Just be. 
I'd like that. She like maneuvers little Remy to tuck him into the bed and and it's like, let's, let's just grab another drink. She grabs your hand and leads you out. Downstairs back to the bar to table in the corner, not near steadfast. And and you guys just sit down and you guys just hang out down there. Um, so I'll say maybe maybe an hour. Like you guys had a really deep conversation up there, and it took you a while um, longer than we role played out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so down in the bar, um, while that's happening upstairs, what are you? What are the rest of you doing? Uzo, you muted. Uzo retired up to his room, not really much sleeping again, reading and just kind of like stopping to think, but then opening it up to read again and changing the source material. His mind is like busy, but he's just. Um, you in, in your, in your library for some reason, there is a, a training, there's a book, Learning the Flute. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, he reads, he reads. Oh. It's like blowing this end, you know. But I mean, that's like at first, that's what you think, but then it, <laughs> but then you realize it's like a, like a really like technical description of, of like how you would teach somebody how to. You can say fingering chart. What? You can say fingering chart. Many musicians (laughs) have to say it because that's unfortunately its actual name. Yeah. I know because I played a saxophone once a time and have forgotten the skill. Nice. That's a new. But you remembered. You remembered fingering chart. Well, of course, because it's funny. (laughs) It's hilarious. This is like band camp. yeah, how old say, were you when you were learning saxophone? Yeah. So, 13, 14? Yep. <laughs> yep, that's why he remembers fingering chart. <laughs> they printed it. They knew what they were doing. Their own fault. Uzo's going to minor illusion some mock flutes to sort of mimic, you know, that stuff. He's 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 just up there illusioning the the night away as he's reading stuff. Yeah, ruckus. You walk by and see Warren with a. Yeah, is that the point where they they walk in? I've got like a minor illusion flute, and I just look over. <laughs> that is one sexy flute, man. <laughs> All right, that's my night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ruckus, are you doing anything special? I contemplate and try and go into my mind palace and think, did I see a ring of jumping in that shop at any point? Uh, uh, it was, it, uh, no. Uh, and that's only because um, they had three belts of giant string. <laughs> I am- and I will spend three hours in my mind palace and then go, damn it! Unless Andraste wants the ring of jumping. Not I am, although I will say I'm delighted that at your Sherlock Holmes reference with the mind palace there. <laughs> I knew you're the only one that would get it. 
I got my boots of speed, and so I'm very happy. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just being gluttonous. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, Andraste, uh, you do eventually see uh, your cousins mm. um, who show up. Um, and they, uh, they're, well, they don't look much older at all because they're elves. And... Nope. But so yeah, I'll, 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 I'll gesture them over and catch up a bit. Um, I know that they're getting to about the age where they may claim their adult names. So I'm feeling them out, seeing how they're doing with, with that. Um, just get a sense for how they're doing, where they're, where they're at. Um, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be leaving, you know, in my last will and testament, my, my share of the tavern to them. So, but if they're minors, right. it's a little tricky. So, uh, so one of one, you know, sort of one thing that I don't know if it surprises you, maybe it does. Uh, they, you know, they they worked in the tavern for a little while, um, but they, you knew, you know, that they had other skills. They had combat skills, and yeah, um, and the the work at the tavern has become part time to sort of, you know, I guess adventuring. They, you know, uh, you can, you know that they're first level, so they're, they're wow. not commoners, uh, but they're uh, capable against giant rats or... Uh, <laughs> against what? A giant rat or some, <laughs> some Rodith bandits. Rodith of unusual size, perhaps? Yes, but not a bandit captain, because that would just destroy them. Um, yeah, no, first level. Oof. Well, and I mean, I, I I suspect that leaving it to them will be more along the lines of you know the sh their the 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 my share yeah. of the uh, proceeds would go to them, much like it has been to me. Right. But you know, I would sort all of that out. But you know, talk to them, get to know them a little bit better. Again, now that we've mm -hmm. spent better part of uh, half a year apart. So they, um, yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, you guys, uh, I'd probably say you guys talk into the night. Mm -hmm. Um until you can't take any more and I meditate? I I would say though that that when I see uh Remy and Winifred come come down I would um take it take, take the kids up to my room to to continue chatting because yeah. I would like to be elsewhere bring a drink yeah. with me so yeah so so that happens you guys uh, you guys spend a, a, as long as you want um it's awesome yeah. Um, and then back down in the tavern, it's just you and Winifred hanging out um, and talking. Um, Wait, where's Ruckus? He's in his I, mind palace. Uh, yeah, for three hours, and then I go, damn it, and then I go to sleep. Like, I just storm. <laughs> but was he in his mind palace in the bar or in the turret? In fact, see, I he was like in his mind him. palace. Uh, and Steadfast was talking to him the whole time, but he's just like, did they? Was it, a, was it around those boots? They might, it might have been around, and just. <laughs> Steadfast is like, you're an amazing listener. <laughs> uh, just uh -huh. remember, mostly Steadfast is, is the normal horse that can talk. That's a 15th level rogue. Um, why couldn't we level that fast? <laughs> yeah. I want to be a 15th level cleric, damn it. Can we just jump to 20 for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> just, just get 
Lyra to answer my prayers whenever I want. Alacrity's so, a god. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so eventually night comes um, and mo- morning uh, morning arrives, uh, and Uzo's up because he's got he wants to go to the orphanage. Um, and as you are actually walking, uh, Winifred actually wa- is down there as well, and and uh, stops you. It's like, uh, hello. Uh, you're going to the orphanage today. Yes, uh, I believe that I also need to um, move the puppetry items off of the ship and bring them to the orphanage as well. But the orphanage is my destination. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I was thinking maybe I could just kind of join you and see what, what, what it's like. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Remy's upstairs. You might want to go too. Little Remy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Remy, Remy. Ah, uh, well, he's already seen it. But little Remy would make a lot of friends there, and this place would be extremely useful, uh, especially if you're going to take up residence in Waterdeep. Getting to know children of his own age in this peer group would probably be beneficial. Also, we ripped you away from your learnings inside Baldur's Gate. The orphanage, while not top flight, has an amazing curriculum and is run by a great series of teachers. I am sure the shortcomings will be easily overlooked once we go there and you see it for yourself. Uh, Yeah, uh, yes, okay. Let me go ask Slane on Remy and Remy. She, uh, so, uh, so before, before she left, uh, that was one of the things you guys talked about, is that she wanted to go to the orphanage. Right. Um, you're welcome <clears throat> to come along. Uh, in fact, she invites you along. Do you want to see it as well? Um, I, I say thank you. I think that um, I think you should go with Uzo some, some time with just you two. If that's all right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. I'll be um, right here when you get back. Perfect. Okay. Uh, and she, like, I gotta go find the kid. Okay. And she goes and is like, right, hey! <laughs> and she's about right. Yeah. Uh, kid runs out. He was in the library. Comes. <laughs> How, were you there the entire night? That is a useful skill that your father also possesses, being able to hide from me. Uh, no, I was just uh, just looking around. Uh, so yeah, uh, so so the two of uh, the three of you um, head over to. Unless you're grabbing anyone else, you head over to the uh, orphanage. If anyone is at the bar or downstairs and wants to come, I kind of like motion. Like I'm leaving, but I don't specifically call anybody. Right. Going once, going twice. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Andrasa is downstairs eating, uh, finishing up a breakfast, but she has other business today. Okay. And I, I just randomly go, like, just footsteps. You just hear footsteps rush downstairs. And I'm like, huh? 
we are going to the orphanage uh, to say hello to Randall, to introduce little Remy to the rest of the students, but also to give them gifts. Um, if you want to come, you must at all times keep your mouth shut, Rakis, and your hands to yourself. Nine times out of ten, I can do that. Let's go. All right. Will you? Are you wearing any clothes? Can you put some clothes on, please? Open the bag at hip and the octopus armor (laughs) latch on again. Over just sighs like, oh, there's another use. You you did just buy winter clothes. (laughs) I was wearing them. (laughs) I guess that works. I will get the carriage this time around. So Uzo calls the carriage, the carriage to the ship, but and then to the orphanage. Gotcha. Okay. So you you do that. Um, so it takes you 15 minutes down to the docks, 15 minutes back up, uh, probably a half, 15 minutes or so on on the on the on the boat to to grab those things. Yeah. During which Uzo's talking to little Remy is like, uh, so you know, I've never seen snow before. Have you seen snow? Is this your first time seeing snow? Does it snow in Baldur's Gate? I don't know. It doesn't. And he's like, no, it doesn't snow in Baldur's Gate. I, I was here once in the winter. Uh, I saw snow then, but only once. This is also this is better snow. And just like <clears throat> as he throws a snowball at you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. At least it's not yellow. Any. Troubles it out the window and he keeps looking and they go to I guess we, we carry on to the orphanage, yeah. Yeah, you guys I you, do you like lemon. Yeah. <laughs> um and so so you get to the orphanage. Um open up Ruckus carry this and I give him the case of puppets. This will make sure that your hands are occupied and you don't scare any of the children when you're inside. You bet I can carry this. Is it a check or a job? I just carry it. I'll just anticlimactically lift it above my head (laughs) as if it's challenging. (laughs) Uzo knocks on the door, opens, and walks. So somebody comes and is, you know, and and you ask for Randall, and and he is eventually brought down, and he gives you a big hug. Um, Good to, yeah, good to see you again, my friend. It was very. Curious if I was ever going to return, but here I am with additional friends and some supplies for the uh, children here. Um, these puppets should make for good use inside of the uh, the, the playroom. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I you know, and I, he starts to marry and Adam, and then he <laughs> stops, and then he puts him back in the back in the box Ruckus is holding. Um, he says, but. Um, here are two new friends that I would like to introduce you to. This little one is Remy Jr. Yes, Remy Jr. And this one is his mother, uh, Winifred. Um, they are from Boulder's Gate. And I told them I've been singing the praises of um, the establishment and hoping that you can take this one on as a student, even though he does not meet the criteria. Uh, of course, uh, yes, uh, we, we, we should, I, I should talk, uh, we should talk and, and t- t- tell you about things, uh, as you sort of like 
um, as is I I should tell you about things. As you see, uh, um, uh, two older kids come down in uniform, in basically uh, like um, boarding school uniform, and they're uh, uh, and they're just like carrying books and, and going to get. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've, we've expanded a little bit. I to, like this, Rando. Uh, You've done great things. We we should um, we should talk. Um, let us go to a private room, please. Rem Rakis, you've been here before. Please uh, show them around again. Don't scare the children. I'll be right back. Me and Randall must uh, converse on a few things. Does Rakis still have like a a crate of these? He's got he's got a, he's got a box of puppets, and the first thing you think of is like there was that painting down in like the dungeons <laughs> the, the, the fresca the fresca, the fresca. <laughs> uh, ah um Randall, um i am back in the city um but my time here is short-lived i don't know if this is going to be the last time that we enjoy each other's company um, because I am going on a mission that might be extremely dangerous but there is a bright spot um, Medusa from our childhood is guiding me she is waiting for me in Portoria with more information she is alive and is an emissary of the dragon Bahamut. I've not met her yet, but I am excited because in a 10 day, maybe we will be reunited. After that point, we go on to try to feed, free the deity that has given me the powers to give us such luxurious gifts and to share it with the children of Waterdeep. With that said, I want to entrust you all of the wealth I have amassed and my share in the irregular tavern indefinitely. Whether I make it back or not, it is yours. And I hope that you spend it well here. The second part of this agreement comes at the little one that has accompanied me today. His father is also going on the journey with us. So while he may not meet the criteria today, he may tomorrow. If he winds up on your doorstep, treat him as if we treated each other when we were growing up. I don't, I, I've, I've taken the liberty also to hire you another uh, learned person, a dragonborn at that, that I met at Kendall Keep. So many stories I wish I could tell you, Randall, but I don't have the time. You just have to trust me that since I've seen the world, literally, I have seen the world. Um, 
but now I get to see another realm. And I don't know that this is a trip that I will make it back from. And he puts his hand on Randall's shoulder. But know that I am content with what I have done up until this point. And I am grateful for you, my friend, for overseeing this in my absence. And I want to make sure that no matter what comes in the future for me and my friends, that you will continue this place and give so many a chance that we did not have. Can I ask that of you, my last favor of you? Yes. Uh, You're drinking from the decanter of water with all of this information. I know it must be over. Yeah, I mean, you just, you just, you just dropped a bunch of stuff on me. I mean, <laughs> like 20, like at the beginning of this conversation, you said Medusa is and is guiding you. Yes. And you know the, the platinum dragon. I, uh, we have a few more days in the are, city. Are I you can okay. And he actually like puts his hand. <laughs> on his you I, the, the am I feverish? I'm 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 fine. I I tell fine. you that it it is a lot. Um, the platinum dragon is the one who actually give me these gifts, and. It goes further than that. Medusa was sent here by him to scout me at that age. As I, we always thought she was just some good Samaritan. I, her motives now mean nothing to me. Her deeds were still just as good and as valued as they were back then. It, it, it is a lot, but I fear that if I slow down to think about it and take it all in, I'll stop moving forward and my path takes me to her and then takes me into hell. The, is she that bad? <laughs> the literal hell. We are... Oh. You see, my friend, I am facing off with a demon, a devil, and probably Tiamat at some point, if we make it that far. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we've opened up a school. I can see. You've been busy. You've got adventures to share with me. Yeah. So another, uh, a, a, I'm sorry, a dragonborn is coming? In my time in Candle Keep, trying to figure out more about Bahamut and the Silver Dragon, I should have just asked you about it. You seem to know more than I do. You are always into lore a bit more. I was just into survival, I guess. Um, whatever we use to keep ourselves busy, but I needed to learn more now that I can read. I did not. I did not share that with you. I can read now. Magic is an a, is a glorious thing. Um, 
So I, I went to the only place that could tell me more information because the details of what I we needed to do were thin. And there I met an ogre with a hat that made him smarter. But in the streets, I also met a dragonborn who was one of the most intelligent beings I have met walking this this planet and his beginnings were not all too dissimilar from ours um, the dragonborn's name <laughs> is Madrid Ruffalo oh that's right um, and he should be arriving a few days if I'm lucky I get to say goodbye to him but He'll probably come after we depart. Um, expect him and treat him as one of us. And did you discuss salary or is, what is? No, no. Um, that was not a conversation that came up, but he knows we are of limited means here. Um, and the, he seems so, like a pretty reasonable person. For the first time, you sort of, when you say limited means, you, you kind of look over. And, <laughs> well, I mean, you look at Randall, who is, is, A, has a haircut for the first time you've ever seen. You know, and he is wearing, he's not wearing like posh clothes, but his clothes are decent, you know, and they are new. And they fit. Hmm. Uh, and and he says, "Let me let me show you something." As of he course. as he says, uh, "Follow me," and he leads you down uh, the hallway. Um, and if you kind of remember this place, it was a tower, um, but then in basically it opened up into this huge dungeon vault complex thing. So he kind of takes you. Um, they've expanded that out and made it seamless it's not a hidden doorway anymore and it's also not falling apart like <laughs> back then um and so you get down to that that huge chamber that was the um where the pathways were up above you and there are now you know nice solid wood balconies wooden uh, crossways with you know handrails and things to keep people from falling off um and in one of those rooms, uh, they've dug it out and they've expanded. And it is a, a the size of the studio. So like, like 18 feet by 24 feet. And okay. there are shelves and everywhere. So it's not, you know, it's not candle key. But for them, it is a, it is one heck of a library. Whoa. Starting your own candle keep here, huh? Uh, I mean, th uh, mo uh, this is uh, actually all donated except for one uh, book which I purchased. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, what? you know, the, the 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 people of Waterdeep actually can be quite nice when, um, well, when. Uh, 
Well, that's a nice way of saying it. Well, when you're not homeless. When you have the means. Yeah. I but, uh, yeah. I want to know more about the book that you saw fit to purchase. But I also want to remind you that you know the heart of these people. But I trust you to weed out the good intent from the people who choose to placate you. That is your burden that I ask, Randall. And so far, you've done amazing. Yeah, fun. Gives him another hug. Yeah. He's like, ugh, oh, you, this is because of ugh, you. Uh, and you, you see him kind of like reaching. Well, it's back. He's like, I've read this thing twice. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um, here. And he hands over. Uh, it's limited edition. And it is, it is a tall half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Uzo then just kind of purses. You come down here to read this by yourself. Uh, well, it would, uh, I, yeah, yeah um, okay. No judgment. Let me pull this out before some honest student feels the need to uh, peruse the shelves of the library and finds this themselves. Thank you, my friend. I am, you know, there is one among us who would appreciate this book, and I will make sure that she gets it back. All right. Uh, so, uh, he, anything else you want to do? Um, like you're going, he's talking and he's like, he, he ends up telling you all about how they, you know, they've sort of expanded out into a school. So, um, uh, and it was very awkward in the first few months of, Hey, parents sent their kids here to these kids have no parents. Um, but eventually uh, that it, it were, you know, it, everybody, you know, had to wear the same uniform, had to go to the same classes and it, and it ended up being a very, a very great thing for the orphanage and, uh, and for the kids that were there. Uh, One rule to add to your guidebook, absolutely no bullying is tolerated inside these walls zero none whatsoever we will all get along here while we are here yeah. uh, and then and so and eventually uh you head back out and you see ruckus still holding the puppets and uh, <sighs> uh winifred is there as well and just kind of you know doing a little puppet show for a little I, I apologize for leaving you in such horrible company. Randall, is it is it recess yet? Is there some congregation auditorium? Where where are all the students? Are they are you that much that strict that you keep them locked down? <laughs> uh you I mean you have you've seen students, you know, walking around doing stuff. Uh but yeah, so you get um he's like, okay. I imagine, maybe not, but I imagine there's some like bell. 
yeah. around, yeah. and Uzo just goes and rings the class bell. Bing, right. bing, bing, to get everyone out of the classrooms. Yeah, and and, and so. kids come out. So from you know from five years old to basically fourteen, probably where they're they're running off and killing monsters. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and it kind of comes out. You see, um, out of some of those rooms, like uh, adults come out and like, what, what, what is wrong, Randall? What's happening? Uh, and he's like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, we're going to gather in the uh, auditorium uh, for uh, a bit. Uh, we're going to gather in the auditorium. Everybody head head there, and and slowly you see this congregation of, of people moving down and going. Um, it is the room outside it's of the library. Mass is more kids than I imagine. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. more kids than you imagine. Um, and just they're confused, but they're also well behaved and listening to the. This is it's a magical place. And yeah. Where kids <laughs> um, it's yeah, I this um, was not meant to be an official uh, conducting, but I don't, this is we don't have pizza, so we just say. Emergency hot chocolate day. Yeah. All of this brought to you by come, come, come. And he pulls little Remy up in front of the group by this one right here. He bought all of it. So before you get a cup of hot chocolate, you have to say thank you to him. Okay. One by one, just say hi, come on up and he will hand you your <laughs> cup. And he, you know what? He's actually pretty good at puppetry. Um, um, so he, <laughs> Totally confused. Uh, <laughs> Little Remy is totally confused as uh, as one by one these kids are. Thank you, and they're they're equally as confused as it's. It's, just, it's very awkward until like it gets kind of like okay, yeah, thanks. Okay, we thanks. announced pizza day okay. at school. Everyone like it's like you yeah. graduation. They're throwing their caps up <laughs> in the air. Hot chocolate day. This is pretzel day at the office. All right, this is what more ravenous. Is. Yeah, <laughs> you get pretzel day. No, it's like the office, the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, hey, everybody. We've just been raided by the Adventure Archive. Ooh. Welcome to the chaos. Uh, we have, we are just role playing out uh, one of our characters uh, who started an orphanage in Waterdeep uh, that has grown into a school, uh, learning about all the things that happen and having a hot chocolate day. Because it is winter and water deep, and what goes better uh, than cold and hot chocolate? Exactly. Oh, right. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Um, um, nothing. I I, <laughs> I, I don't want to leave the party. I'm not leaving the party, but I definitely want to tell Ruckus and uh, Winifred that they are welcome to stay, and um, you know this my home is your home um make yourselves at home and all that other stuff but i feel like this place needs me for a few more days so until we are ready um i will be here um helping randall get acclimated and maybe i can teach the older ones a thing or two about combat in the time that i have all right I would um, like to ask before I leave or decide where I'm going. Uh, in the time where Uzo was away, was I just alone with the cat uh, with <laughs> Captain Remy's 
kid, uh, Remy Jr., and the wife or the mother? Was I just alone with them in the in that time of waiting? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there were there, there were you know people coming in and out, but yeah, you're go on, Aaron. <laughs> and yeah. I would like to ask uh, Remy Junior, just referring to him as Junior. I want you. Listen, I know this is going to sound weird, but you need to punch me in the face as hard as you can at this moment. And I want the child to actually try and attempt. It's going to be heartfelt. Just go. Let's go. Just- so that's. Uh, <laughs> and- so uh, it takes a little while. Um, and, and, you know, he's like, this is uncle ruckus. And, and, you know, he looks at that Winifred he's like, yeah, punch him. <laughs> uh, and he, he, tra- yeah, he's okay. So he's going, he's going to wind up his little hand. He's going to try and punch you. I'll say it will make your father proud. <laughs> right before he punches me in the face. And uh, it d- does he? I am. A, I'm okay. I'm not. I'm kind of letting my guard down as well. Okay. So yeah. I'm- yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Do you want him to roll? I don't. Yeah, you can just say. It. I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, I'm just more like. Yeah. I'm. I'm letting my guard down. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm uh, fine he's he's a five year old and awful <laughs> at uh, at punching. So yeah. <laughs> I'll buckle my head a little. And I'll go, listen, you have greatness in you. Do not ever tell your father I told you this. But you come from a great lineage, a powerful leader. And I promise, if you don't see me again, it's because you will see all of the irreg- the rest of the irregulars again. What's a lineage? <laughs> there is much to teach you. And I hope Remy tells you what a lineage is. Just imagine that whole time little Remy <laughs> glass eyed. <laughs> I see I've told you something that means nothing to you. You are a wonderful boy. Hopefully you understand this later. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Uh, that, that hopefully. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, you are, you are leaning over doing this. Um, at the end of the speech though, you do feel a, a hand on your shoulder as Winifred sort of like gives you a little squeeze. No one tells Remy of this as I look to rid of Winifred. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All right. Uh, okay. Everything done? Uh, affairs in order. You went to lawyers. You've signed over all the paperwork. You had a full day to do this. Um, you have gathered up everything. Um, a very touching goodbye for everybody um, with Winifred and little Remy. Um, and we, of course, wrote up a contract for for me yeah. and the lawyers and yeah. Art. We yeah. just got raided again by Art Hard Studios. Thank you so much Hi, for hey. the raid. Welcome. Hey, Art so Hard Studios. Hard to say, but that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, tonight is Tuesday. It's Chaos Agents. We're on episode 88. Uh, I teased maybe a, a total party kill tonight. 
Uh, however, it was a shopping episode. <laughs> it was more of an emotion. He killed our wallets, eh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's raids because you put TPK in the title. That's oh, what it that's is. It. That's what it is. So, uh, so I do want to say that uh, next, I, I kind of want to tease what's what's going to happen next Tuesday. Uh, first off, thank you for the raid. Uh, you guys should uh, follow each other. Go. Uh, fo- I don't have the command because I don't know how it works. But follow. Uh, We're not good at stuff. Hard, hard and uh, follow us. But if you like watching them, uh, all of our stuff is on YouTube. All of our stuff is on podcasts, so you can catch up. Uh, uh, and catch up on all of us and keep watching. So there's lots of amazing content out there and we would be happy if you also listen to us. Um, that is an exclamation point. YouTube, the have probably has it. It's, uh, you know, outstanding. Just written so, some copy in my head for Art Hard Studios. Are you ready? <laughs> we don't just art. We art we are hard. hard. That's right. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Instant classic. That, that's I yours. Played. So I hope it <laughs> doesn't get too bad. Uh, so there you can see on roll twenty, um, the uh, the irregular phoenix, which is the ship that uh, that our fine folks here purchased, and uh, they're going to go on a voyage next episode because they are traveling across the trackless sea through a magical gate called the Shimmering into another world called Ontarian. And they are looking for a city called Mage Kingdom. Campaign two of this very show will start in the very city of Mage Haven. This one will not quite end there, but we are, we are in 10 or so episodes left. Uh-huh. Um, 10-ish I don't episodes left you. of this. <laughs> We'll probably okay. We will probably hit 100 as our final I, episode. Uh, woo, but, that's a good number to aim at. Uh, I, I found this on um, roll twenty. It looks exactly like our ship. I'm just uh, looking it at is, it. It actually is your ship. I took a photo of it and uploaded it's it into. Incredible! That's wow. Ah, so, that is. Uh, you didn't get well, the phoenix. Did you like? Did you, you know we are the foxy irregulars? Though yeah. I don't care about that. <laughs> That's so yeah, no, a regular phoenix. Yeah, where's the we fox have... at the front? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't find that. Um, we have two branding but... images. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so, is, uh, that is our ship. Uh, it's, it still has a hole in it. It does not. Hard <laughs> <laughs> work. Uh, normally, in, uh, in the before times, uh, we play in a studio and we have cool... Uh, Cool 3D printed stuff like this and minis and, and GIF warriors. Check Not to be confused with GIF. That, that got summarily blown up by a fireball on top of a cache of gunpowder. I don't mm-hmm. care how illiterate the CEO of Tumblr was. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Big bada boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I took a photo of this and, you know, and put it up into roll 20 so that we had a better representation of the Foxy or the irregular things. Uh, that is Shipworks, which is the company that made all the files for it that I printed on our printers. And I really want to come back and play in person um, someday. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. But, so, Without uh, the hazmat suits. 
<laughs> nice. So I don't want to get so I don't want to uh, get too far into the spoilery stuff uh, for next week. Um, but, so we wrap up Waterdeep. You guys set sail, and let's talk about uh, let's talk about some cool things that that we do when we have people up here. Let's let's answer some questions. Uso is uh, at the orphanage teaching the older kids how to fight until you guys come get him to leave. Yeah, that's what he's doing. So no bullying. We teach him to fight. Yes, not the ruckus way. Uh, I say that because I'm pretty sure the character of my next campaign is going to be a student from there. I want him to be trained well. Which campaign is that? The one, mate. <laughs> the one coming from starting in Mage Haven, right? No. All right. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's the that's the idea. Have you not? Have you really not already talked to him about that warning? I know. <laughs> it's uh. Well, so I mean, in, uh, so you know, there, there's a timeline difference, right? So, mm, so, so well, campaign campaign two is after this one, so you know, yeah. It, it, could have been someone from that orphanage. Absolutely. I thought we all discussed our narratives like live right here. <laughs> so what are we doing, Thomas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, that philosophy, backstories are bullshit. I am a fan of it. I, you know, a l- let your backstory come alive, come out at the table. That's... I will send you my very methodically crafted backstory. Yeah. And um, let's see how much that was explored in 80 episodes. <laughs> Pretty much the entirety of Andraste's backstory got got explored thanks to the forest arc. So I will not g- ascribe to the backstory as bullshit. Yeah. Uh, methodology. Two family members' names, but there that's okay. <laughs> I got to kill the mutineer who who, you know, got me removed from being a pirate and that was very good and, and and got back together with winifred and met your child and that was all backstory well yeah did you write so, backstory is the is the arc we're ending on man right the chaos agents no yes okay well, i'm trying to say for campaign two i've got something don't worry yeah. very good yes uh so uh i'm gonna be a of, uh, since we have you here uh, I want to talk about a couple of the sponsors uh, that we have on here. Uh, sponsors, friends, they're not. Eh. Uh, fine line. Uh, Birds of Paradise is a community member um, and friend who decided to launch a dice company. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and they have these are the Cardinals, um, and they they are on Kickstarter right now. The link is in the chat. Um, it is Birds of Paradise, C-E at the end of that. They have some, and they, so these are bird-themed dice, which are very cool. These are the Birds of Paradise, actually. Blue with speckles and purple speckles in there with the yellow lettering. There are the magpies, which are very cool. The lair dice with translucency. Um, and the fairy wren dice that I've been fiddling around with all night. They so, have them. Yeah. So uh, so we're super happy that they are over 50% funded now. 
um, on the Kickstarter with still 26 or so days to go. We really appreciate. Um, Dude, I don't know. I don't know. We just we just like people, and people are cool. Um, the people at Nord Games are also cool. Uh, this is their actually their yeah, older luck deck. Um, I have a whole bunch of decks here, and in fact, really? books. Let me let me. You know, lots of it's a box of decks. Uh, you know who's it's also cool? The people yeah. in our Discord, our our yes. fucking community is amazing. Andrea is part of our community. Her Kickstarter is crushing it right now. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Andrea. That's awesome. Um, so we <laughs> use their luck deck, which is uh, called now called Fates and Foibles, Fates and Fumbles, Fates and Fortunes, Fates and Fortunes. Um, if we use our code, you get 20% off anything, including this bestiary of, um, these are undead. So this is the dreaded accursed book. So this is the third party book with a whole bunch of new versions of monsters. So uh, all your players that have memorized the monster manual, this is, uh, this is good to use for that. They have a settlements guide, which is twice as thick as this. Um, and it is amazing. It is it is a store. It is a creative engine for building. Spectacular settlements, and it is. This is like it goes through so much stuff in there. I actually want to do a review of it because it's so good. Um, hmm. I'm so I'm building out Port Thoria using that, and like nice. it's just and. I, I haven't even finished like going through the book section yet because every time you kind of like you roll if you want random or you kind of look at your choices and then it really gets you start thinking and then you start writing and you're like okay you know oh who was this run by you know it's a matriarchy currently um you know how does the and you just start thinking and it just and it just creates so many ideas it's it's amazing and that is written by um andrew gertzen was the lead writer or the lead designer on that um everyone in the games is just that is a problem being new to D and um, I don't know if that's backwards that, for you guys. I don't have right like the bestiary solves a problem that your players have probably encountered everything in the book at some point, like over the lifetime of you guys have been playing and you've got yeah. the attributes memorized and it's not really they know what it's going to throw at them sort of deal. Yeah. Um, so that was that was Uslium which is a city in our uh, currently on hold due to pandemic, uh, mon- normal Monday night show, Natural One, um, DM'd by Bo. And, uh, and that's, the, that's, that's, it's a mage city, I believe. Not to be confused with Mage Haven. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really great I, that they, that they, you know, let us, let us get that in there. And I can actually say I'm, I have some D and D thing published because of Nord Games. That's true. That, the published yeah. credit. Mm-hmm. That is also uh, my first published credit in there as well. I think I did maybe four items in there, um, and it was it was, a, it was just Damn. it was a lot of fun going through and they and then using that to build out what is the story, and then sending the 5,000 words that you thought they wanted and then realizing that they needed 500 words. It went through edits. <laughs> there was an extra zero in there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, part of me was, uh, you know, I mean, just building out the, like, the, the 
trading post. I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna be tough. <laughs> like, Andrew, I got it. I, I made it. It's like, yeah, you gotta cut this down by 10 times. You know, one of the really cool things about making those uh, cities and using that as a, a template is that it actually gives you prompts like, hey, what what is there an establishment here or a famous establishment? Is there any intrigue in this place? Uh, it, it gives you little prompts to put kind of NPCs and characters in there that could affect the story. So it's it's they thought a lot about what what they were doing to, to help the DM. And you can tell. Yeah, very mm -hmm. good product. So the, one of the, I don't know, I don't know if I should keep talking, but uh, if you guys have any questions, we will look, uh, we'll do, we'll answer some questions after this. Questions? We have a few minutes and I, I only have to get up. At Are there canary dice? Says Not yet. Joey the Red Fox. Not I think, yet. you know, one, one of the, yeah, one of the, one of the answers to the question of, is there X bird dice, is there are like, thousands of birds <laughs> so andrew and i were actually talking about that and she's like yeah there's like nine thousand different bird varieties uh the kickstarter is covering five so it's, it's the cardinal it's the magpie it's the birds of paradise uh it's the barn owl and the fairy wren so I mean, there there's ideas, of course, for all of these different sorts of dice, and including a couple birds that don't actually exist, <clears throat> parrot shark. <clears throat> um, <laughs> uh, thing, th things are things are always in flux, of course, because dice. Yeah. So. Um, I think I answered. Okay, Andrea. <laughs> I think so. Uh, let's knock this Kickstarter out, and and that'll be fun. Uh, we are working on our, on our own Kickstarter as well. Uh, I'm, yeah. Sometimes I have a day job. So what? How <laughs> dare? Um, so so next time we will pick up with the Foxy uh, regulars on the open ocean. It is it is a it is a twenty day voyage to the gate. So we there will be some some time to do some things, but we're gonna zip right ahead to. Um, getting getting the story moving forward so that by episode 100 we're done that was one of the reasons why why it was like 60 days you're not giving him enough time to get there and get back man <laughs> 12 uh, weeks what, where are we if you if you can uh, release a god uh from a prison uh i bet you can get places pretty quick yes but with our ship <laughs> And there's no way in hells that, that that Remy's leaving that thing behind. Yeah, you got a competent. Uh, Clint could easily be a captain. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, I did grab. Don't that tell other him bag. that. <laughs> grabbed what? That other bag of animals from Clint. I got that back. The tan and the oh, gray. Okay. I got I was both. Like, now. Get another fucking bag. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. The name of the game is throw them early and often. <laughs> yeah you know you know it's really funny if you play a ranger you're more useful in combat if you have a bag of tricks than if you just are a beastmaster ranger i mean sticking, sticking to it do with the bonus action and do your attacks 
to 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 borrow a phrase from crappy from a, a crap guide to D and D, just be a fighter with a bow. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for us uh, tonight here. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for the raid. Hit our YouTube up. We've got crazy stuff going on. We've got Call of Cthulhu on Saturdays. We have Dragon of Ice Fire Peak on Mondays currently. Uh, oddly enough, they're on Ice Spire Peak right now. Oh, we're heading that way, but yes. Oh, I thought you were on the peak. I was like, do you know that you're dragging? <laughs> we're also launching a new show on Saturdays, 2 p.m., 5.30, right before Call of Cthulhu. Uh, it is uh, Rhyme of the Frostmaker. Mm. When exactly is not exactly known. Uh, and full cast, not exactly known. We're, we're we are very very close and uh what else do we have we have the untitled podcast we're looking for a title for the untitled podcast yeah. because we need something a little bit more search engine friendly uh <laughs> flip the table was already taken uh would have been a great name they already have like 100 episodes though mm-hmm. flipping the table also taken table yeah. flip was uh, a food review would so. be that makes sense yeah you know so you know we're trying untitled podcast works i like it, you uh, keep it. it's not search engine friendly though yeah it's it's it also you should the, call you should call it default. various artists <laughs> <laughs> yes all right uh i'm gonna i'm gonna hit this button and we're gonna go away cool. it's gonna be early tomorrow night, guys all right thank, thank you, you guys. everyone join us on saturdays for thank you Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. Please visit our YouTube page and give us a subscribe for more tabletop content. And don't forget, you can catch us live on Tuesdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch and YouTube. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, 
and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?